They should not use tax pair money for security for any sporting events. Ugh. That should be on the venue. Yeah, Joe Adams, Colonel Joe Adams is going to join us in a couple minutes to talk about that for about 15 minutes. Uh, he still says the illegal aliens are, are pouring into Missouri. Touch on that. 8.30, Al James, Pixie Dust Seasoning in studio. We'll have him in for about 15 minutes to talk about a partnership with our program. <laughs> I'm telling you what, guys, I met with him and his business guy. Yeah. Their seasonings. I don't stop talking right now. Oh, I'm not even playing. I'm on a damn diet. I need you to just stop talking just, let's right just, now. Let's put it as the, what do you the put equivalent to Kentucky Fried Chicken's secret recipe. <laughs> what do you what do you put it on? What do you put the seasoning on? Chicken? Everything. Chicken, steak? salt, broccoli, vegetables. You suck. I was like, damn. Well, I, I guess I can do broccoli. You might even like asparagus with this oh stuff. Oh my gosh. No, not that, to mention yeah. Al is such a nice guy. And you know, and, and you know, I we'll have to ask him this. I only know this as his friend, and I assume the reason why he created these spices is because he's a phenomenal cook. Amen, sister. Yep. So we got him coming up. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Just wait until you hear if you haven't heard. I told you I was starting to like Lauren Boebert. They eviscerated, she eviscerated, the Republicans eviscerated the former Twitter execs on Capitol Hill, unlike anything I have ever seen. They're threatening charges, say expecting, not just threatening, but expecting charges for Twitter intentionally stopping, emitting, omitting the Hunter Biden story. You've got proof of the White House telling Twitter who to cancel on their platform. Yeah. Blew my mind. Yeah. You're going to hear five minutes of Lauren Boebert go after them. I mean, these former Twitter execs are like, what the hit us? Yeah. Jim Jordan was amazing. Representative yeah. Donalds was amazing. Yeah. We'll get into that. Uh, Trump's pissing me off. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if there's a deal where he doesn't want to be president anymore. But he attacked DeSantis yesterday with a picture. I saw that. And called him a high school groomer from his days as a teacher in Georgia with alcohol to students. But maybe, I've always said, I've always said that if Trump is going after DeSantis... Maybe there's something we don't know no. that Trump knows. No, this is politics. You this is different. So, now, who cares if? No, it, it is. It is different, Eric. Because you know what? Mm. If this is not campaign time, this this is oh, not yeah, part of is. his campaign. That was Scott, a campaign so, speech. Scott, could you send me the link to send to uh, Joe, please? I'm looking for it, man. If Sorry Trump, to interrupt you guys. Colonel Joe? Yeah. Well, he, I uses, he uses. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know. I'm saying he, he he already has the link. Sorry. Okay. So so Eric, <laughs> Vic is like going. He's like a, a singer at a rock con in a band, and then all of a sudden he starts a puppet show. He's like, I'm just gonna, <laughs> we're we're literally doing a concert. And he's like, I'm just going to do a Mary Ned show. Uh, what song are we doing? <laughs> what the hell is that? Go ahead. I'm sorry, Tabitha. Go on, girl. Teleprompter for Vic. Sorry, yeah. Tab. <laughs> go, go, girl. Go, girl. I'm sorry. Just yeah. All I our, apologize for him. I want to well, hear what yeah, you're saying. We'll come back to that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so. If Trump is making these yes. these claims that DeSantis yes. had had given children alcohol mm -hmm. when he was a teacher, if it's not true, <coughs> wow. Trump could be sued for defamation. Well, there's a or picture for libel. No, there's a picture of it. We're going to get into that too. But since we got Colonel Joe on with this, we're joining uh, him this morning for a few minutes. Colonel Joe, welcome into the show to cancel this. Uh, Eric doesn't care. It pisses me off. It pisses Tabitha off that these billionaires get to use our tax dollars. For security for the Super Bowl. Obviously, when it comes to security, you know all about that. What the hell's going on? What's the inside story here? <clears throat> well, anyway, good morning from Hi. the Washington Guard in beautiful, beautiful Washington, Missouri. So, uh, yeah, I started looking into this and it hit me because I, boy, I personally boycotted the NFL 
in the NBA years ago because of their, of their uh, political views, which I don't stand for. And so I don't, I don't watch NBA. I don't watch uh, pro football anymore. I just uh, personally have boycotted it. And I got to thinking about it. So I see Mayorkas on TV a couple of days ago. Who's in charge of the security for our borders? Mm-hmm. So Mayorkas is headed up DHS security for the Super Bowl, and they've called in CBP, you know, Customs Border Protection. They've called in Border Patrol, FBI, uh, numerous police SWAT teams, and then they, of course, the Super Bowl has has its own private security. But I got, I got to thinking about that. Wait a minute, DHS is there, and these owners of these teams are making billions. The players are making millions. And we are providing federal funds to protect the entity. It, now, understand the Super Bowl is a private entity. It's a moneymaker. It's a business. Uh, the seating capacity for the Super Bowl is 63400 The average price of a ticket, just the average price, is six thousand seventy six dollars before tax? Okay, after taxes is over seven grand. Some of the seats go for as high as forty forty three thousand dollars, and these aren't even club <clears throat> club seats or the private parties. Forty three thousand dollars as of two days ago. Uh, I like to point out too, in nineteen seventy eight, tickets for the Super Bowl was thirty dollars. This is how crazy it's gotten. So DHS Mayorkas is in charge of security for all the for all the uh, for the Super Bowl, the the overlook. Okay. Now he's brought out Border Patrol. He's brought out CBP. They're using Border Patrol helicopters. They are spending a million dollar. Taxpayers are spending a million dollars an hour to protect a private entity. And then people say, well, you know, in case of a terrorist attack, we need to pick, you know, protect the civilians. Wait a minute. This is a private party. If there was no Super Bowl, we would be saving a, a, a million dollars an hour. So I don't know how many, and, it, and they've been there for three weeks. So think about that. Why are we footing the bill to make billionaires, more billionaires, and, and players multi multi Millionaire. Well, I can I ask this: Do do private security companies have facial recognition? Do they have drone they do. technology? Do they have? You know, to me, it's private security companies. They just have no, hardware not, and T-shirts. No, private security companies do have drones. They do have facial recognition. They have all types of different security available. Hmm. But at the same time, taxpayers shouldn't have to pay for it. That you know, that's on the venue. That's on the teams. They should be paying for that extra security. One hundred percent. Yeah, one of the private security companies is all retired Secret Service, and they know what they're doing. But and I, I assume that the private security is paid by the Super Bowl promoters and not the federal government. But I don't know that. I just know right now the budget's like a million dollars an hour that the taxpayer of a game that I personally boycotted. And I'm paying taxes to protect a private entity. That's just not right. Yeah, I hear you. I, I, right. I, I can only imagine that this is grandfathered in from when the Super Bowl wasn't such a Super Bowl. It was probably from the 80s or 70s. And it's probably, wouldn't you say that it's just been a grandfathered thing that the government does is we, we take care of the Super Bowl and any major sporting event? I don't know that for sure. I'm just, that's more of a question, actually. 
we shouldn't be footing the bill. And the FBI is there too with their SWAT teams. I don't know how many SWAT teams are out there. Yeah. And have been out there for three weeks. So. And, and let's not yeah. mention, Joe, they're also going to be conducting the, – the government is – probably the FBI is going to be con- conducting sweeps for sex traffickers because the Super Bowl has always been one of the largest events that, uh, that attracts sex traffickers. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, before we segue into uh, my next topic, uh, I, I kind of want to apologize because when I was trying – it was very important for me to watch Governor Parsons on your show. And I was very impressed with him, uh, but there's I, I kept I have a pro, I have a mission right now running out of Peru, that ends up in uh, Colorado, and I kept getting disturbing phone calls about that mission. So I I didn't get to see the entire episode. So I've got some questions for you. Uh, first of all, I was very impressed with Parsons' stand on illegal immigration. Mm-hmm. Very very impressed. Uh, he calls them illegals and point out the fact they are illegal. They're criminal. <clears throat> so. Now, we know that we've got a problem developing. It's been developing for a couple of years, two or three, maybe five or six years, Vic, down in St. Louis with the cartels. Mm-hmm. All of these illegals that come to this country are somewhat, somehow connected to the cartels. That's how they got here. Now, Parsons, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I got parts of the interview. He's a, Par, Parsons is aware that we have illegals already in Missouri. And you know that because I've confronted them. I escorted them out of a gun show. They were trying to buy ammunition. And so we know they're there. I know where they live. They don't work. I know what cars they drive. And so anytime the police would like to go pick them up and deport them. And I also was impressed that he talks about deporting the illegals from Missouri. He talked about it. Yeah. Okay. So if he, if he went further than that, I did not hear that. He also said, here's the thing that stands out. <clears throat> Governor Parsons stated that this minor problem that we have now, the fact that he knows they're here, they're getting bust in, not to the extent of other areas, because we're not a sanctuary state, sanctuary city. Okay. He knows we have a minor problem. He also said, in the future, we're going to have a big problem. I'm not sure what, what how he pronounced how he verbed that, but a big, big problem with the illegal problems. And he also talked about busting them out of here and sending them to D.C. Am I correct? Did he say that? He did say that. Yep. Okay. So here comes the metaphor. I recently had a good friend of mine and who who you know is involved in uh, the media. And he went and had his yearly checkup to doctor. And they found a, some small suspicious tissue that turned out to be cancer. Now, if he hadn't went for that yearly checkup, he would not know it. And it would have spread. The doctor told him, we caught it early. We caught the problem early and got it while it was small and he'll be fine. Now, if Governor Parsons knows that we have a problem, a cancer here already developing, wouldn't it be more beneficial yes. to take it out now yes. than waiting until yeah. the cancer spreads? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt about it. What kind of so factors right stand now, in the way there, Colonel? Yeah, I mean, better better now. We can solve a small problem, and it will send a, a, a message to the illegal community and the cartel. Hey, don't go to Missouri because they'll just kick your ass out. Yeah. So instead of waiting until there's, t- you know, there's probably about a thousand illegals in this state already. 
So why wait until it's 25,000 and then decide to kick, kick them out? Cut the cancer out when it's manageable. Yeah. Well, it, you message. almost have to make a law, in my opinion, is that you have to go through the, the representatives in Jefferson City. You have to have a law. If, you're, if you are a mayor of these small communities, St. Charles, St. Peter's, Ledoux, St. Chesterfield, wherever else, you, it's a law. If you know of illegal aliens, you are criminally liable for them. I would imagine that that would have to be number one. Number two, I always thought that you, in, when I lived in the great Northwest, they had vehicles that said it wasn't ice back then. It was something else, but it was like um, immigration enforcement or something like that. And if they found you, they literally would put you in this thing and they would bring you to a facility until you were deported. And different I always time. Yeah, it's a different time. I, I always thought. That kind of seems like it works pretty darn well. It's a deterrent, and um, it seems like maybe that's the next step uh, in answer to your question, Colonel. That we, that's the deterrent. There is a there are physical vehicles that say immigration enforcement, and every mayor is on the hook if they know about you in their communities. Well, do or like I suggested to Governor Parson, and I I wasn't kidding. In New York, in New York, they have they they estimate over forty thousand. Illegals. You know what they're doing? They are deporting them to Canada. They're dropping them off <laughs> at the Canadian border. And guess what? Canada is letting them enter without okay. a passport. They're just walking across the border. There you go. <clears throat> there you go. We should right. solve that whole problem. Call governor. <laughs> hey, uh, Canada is Joe. Canada we, is not deporting anybody. No, they're not. Um, no. Now, but now the problem is also is the, is the churches. Okay, it's sanctuary. Mm-hmm. We have. Uh, let's say some cartel people and also some uh, Islamic people using the church as a, as a sanctuary to be here. Bingo. So the churches are no help. And, and also even in Washington, we have a blue city council and a blue mayor who uh, would probably not enforce anything for the simple fact they're Trump haters. The mayor here in Washington actually published a document calling Donald Trump Every he couldn't speak any worse about our president, and this is when Donald Trump was president. Well, Colonel, I so have to ask you this though: how does a how does a rural area like Washington, Missouri, have a blue mayor and a blue city council? Are you telling me that Washington, Missouri, is now more of a liberal Ooh. democratic place, or are you telling me there's a bunch of lazy ass Republicans who are refusing to vote? Wow. Good question. That's what. That's well. That's exactly what happened. I'm new out here. I moved out here almost a year ago, and I was shocked to find out that we have a blue city council. Not all, all blue, but a majority are blue, and the mayor is blue, and a and he is a Trump hater. Now, here comes the sheriffs. Also, also by the way, did you see we just had a big fentanyl bust in Owensville? No, big I, fentanyl bust. Right. And where do you think that came from? Huh? Where do you think that came from? Welcome to the cartel land. So, uh, I mean, that's very dangerous. I mean, this is starting to hit home. And, and that's just a bust. They didn't get it all. It's probably not the only shipment. So it's here. Yeah. So what, what's it going to take for people to wake up and understand we have a big, big problem here in Missouri going down the road. And we, can, we have a chance right now to snip it in the bud. But somebody's going to have to do it. So, so do you, have you met is, have you met the mayor there and the council there and the sheriffs there? What's your feeling of right. uh, a small town Missouri, uh, Washington, Missouri? Do you like them or do you think they're competent or what do you think? We've got a great police chief, 
a fantastic sheriff and a pitiful blue mare. So, and I have, I've, I've taken over two meetings. Uh, there was a council, there was a candidate uh, when they were running for office and I took over that meeting. And then I went before the city council on this homeless shelter out here and told them what I knew, not what I thought to be fact. So yeah, I've, and I took over that meeting. I, I did not know that you, well, I actually when the councilman who's a, a pro Trump, when I met with him before the meetings, I asked him, is there some kind of sign up list where I can get to speak before the council? He goes, no, no, no. Just when they, after they do the business plan, just walk up there. Yeah. So the guy doing the homeless shelter today did his business plan, which was just pitiful. They're just asking for trouble. And so I merely just went through the crowd and got up on the, and they said, excuse me, who are you? Are, are you? I said, my name is Joe Adams. And they said, well, you're not, you're, you're not on the list. I said, well, I was told I just walk up here and I've got some information since I happen to be an expert, private investigator, international, and an expert on these shelters. Yes. And I told them I had worked for the Sala Association, the largest you know, shelter for women association in the country. Yeah. And so I took over the meeting. So yeah. Well, what was it? What, what did they say? They were, they, were they looking at you shocked, or were they looking? I mean, did you did you feel like they knew they were absorbing the information you were giving them? Well, the first thing I told them, I said, "Please don't interrupt me till I'm finished." So I got I, I kind of set the mood, mm-hmm. but that's just the way I am. When I went before the the, the candidates running for uh, uh, school board or whatever, uh, you're supposed to pass a note to a person who dissects it and then gives it to the. The lady with the microphone. Correct. Well, I I, I bypassed that. I just walked up <laughs> on the podium and took the microphone and asked my own well, question. Well, Colonel, you, you know, I love it. And before we let you go here, you need to go to St. Louis County and try to get away yeah, with that. Yeah, please. That would be interesting. <laughs> we'll bring they, cameras. No, seriously. They, they might be escorting you out with police, which would be really, really, really cool. Not for you, but for us to see that. Anytime I ever went to jail, it was for the right reason. Yeah, I don't, exactly. I don't care. Anyway, the deal is the governor should get on the phone and call the sheriffs. The sheriffs. That's the secret. I'll pass it along. He's a former sheriff himself. Right. I'm sure he knows it, but there's always that word called politics involved as well in everything. So uh, oh, right, before I, we let you tab the ones to keep you. Involved in politics. Hey, so Joe. We're going to do right. I'm sorry to interrupt right? you. Before you go, That's okay. for next week, I hope that we can talk about this. Because here in the state of Missouri, and I'm curious to see if you think any problems are going to stem out of this. Here in the state of Missouri, just south of the Arch, we are building a Afghan community. Those folks who ran onto the airplanes, 90,000 people who entered this country illegally that were not vetted, has still not been vetted, they're coming here to St. Louis. You know, around 50,000 Afghans that came into the United States, they're building them a community just south of Arch. So I hope next week when you join us, we can talk about that. Uh, I've got a, well, a friend of mine's a federal agent down there at the Arch, and his advice is don't go to the Arch. There you go. It's a combat zone. Colonel, I'm we appreciate you. your time, said, man. You know, if you hear anything if you yes. hear anything about that or do any intel on that with Tap of the Said, let us know, and we'll catch up with you later, my friend. Damn. All right. All right. In closing, in, just in closing, make it perfectly clear, my name is Colonel Joe S. Adams. J- <laughs> Colonel Joe S. Adams, and I am the commander of the Washington Guard. There he is. We and appreciate you. Are free you. To go. Washington Guard. <laughs> Have nine. a great day. Yep. Washington Guard nine at gmail.com. Washington Guard nine at gmail.com. The number nine. All right. It's always good to talk to him. Um, 
we know <laughs> from the Facebook line or from the chat line, a thousand Colonel, more like ten thousand illegals in the state of Missouri. Yeah, you just don't know. He surprised me when he said at least a thousand. I thought it would have been higher yeah, than me that. Too. Me too. I see the buses mm. going through the state of Missouri now. Where they started, where they ended, I don't know. Are they dropping people off and moving on? Are they passing through the state? I mm. don't know. But I see the buses carrying the legals all the time. They come right down Highway 40, and I I work late at night. So a lot of times when I'm driving home, I see the buses heading east. Could you imagine, Joe, on the tourism board down in St. Louis? Don't come here. (laughs) (laughs) I would be right next to him. Well, I mean, but, Tabitha, you bring up a point, too. It's very interesting. Um, I'd like to hear, I'd like to talk to Colonel's friend who says don't come to the Arch. Um, I know some things that are going downtown. We've got a friend of the show who joined us on the edge, who will be joining us. They own property downtown. We've talked about it a little bit. Oh gosh. (laughs) Where they can't get the mayor to help because of the homeless encampments coming in and tearing up stuff, defecating all over the place. I mean, seriously, it's happening at their facility. I'm not overdoing it. I'm not trumping it up. It's actually happening. And Mm -hmm. then you talk about what you're talking about, Tabitha, with a new uh, community. I mean, I I get it. We, we, I'm not, and I'm not saying the worst because you know what? Nothing so far has happened, and they're already a lot of these folks are already here. It very well could be. I'm not. I'm not placing judgment on this situation. It very well could be that these Afghans came over here into the United States because they were terrified mm. for their lives. But here's the thing: let's just say 40,000 of these of a- Afghans that escaped the Taliban come here to St. Louis. Out of, let's say, 40,000, how many of them are bad actors? How many of them are tied to terrorism? There's a lot of even bad if actors it's just in St. One, Louis. I mean, you even know, if it's just one. I'm not, I'm not so worried about Afghans. It's just, it's, I think. Well, who that are you I, worried about? I'm worried about just, just, I'm worried about our prosecutor. And I'm worried Black about our mayor. Black people are killing white people in the city. No, I'm not talking about any, I'm not talking about any race. I'm talking about our 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 cops. I'm talking about our leadership. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm talking about our mayor. I'm talking about our the our ideology of how you lead a. Con- uh, You're not city. worried about hold radicalism. On. I'm lo- no, I'm not. I mean, because people, human beings are just human beings. Okay, I don't care if you're in China, Afghanistan, St. Charles, Missouri. We're all humans. We all have kids. We all want to subscribe to a higher power. Maybe people are dumbasses. That's why you need governments to say if you create havoc in said community outside of making a restaurant and you try to go and break in cars or kill people, you shall go to jail. Well, I am not worried about other people who are just common citizens of the planet Earth. I'm so worried. you're not worried no. about potential terror. Then, then they. What, what then, do you mean? Wait, hold on. Then hold you're on, okay with the the border being open. Let's in the do South. this. Let's do this. Let's give everybody the benefit of said doubt. Okay, <laughs> of, just, of just being a human being. What I'm pissed about, yes. day in and day out. Number one, the media. Our local media here in St. Louis. Missouri sucks balls. They are horrible. They basically will tell you the story of how many people got shot overnight, but they'll never dig into why people are recidivately getting shot at in St. Hold on. Because we already know. In St. Louis. They don't need to dig into I see a Tashara Jones who is way more concerned about LGBTQ rights than she is about putting criminals in jail. I see a prosecutor who is completely lackadaisical. I see see one of the greatest cities... 
at one time St. Louis, Missouri, going into the garbage can, and people are trying to literally escape this the St. Louis ship going west. St. Charles, Forestell, Chesterfield. Well, how far can we go? You want to go to Columbia, Missouri? There's Eric. Everything. It's not about Afghanistan's being in St. Louis. It, but trust it me. is. But it no, is. No, it's not. Yes, it's it not. is. You know, we have multi. We can have more than one problem at one time. That's the problem. It, we can have more than one problem at one time. <laughs> Culturally, what's, here's what's, one thing I'll say about. I, uh, here's one. I'll you give just you. Talk for five. Hold minutes. on. I, I will give you one thing. You can't upset the culture of a city that fast. You have got to let it. You have to. You have to add the ingredients slowly. Okay. You the culture of the city is violence. A and and B. We can whose have, fault is it? We can have more than one problem. Everything you're saying is who's, absolutely whose fault is the violence. Correct. Everything you're saying is absolutely correct. But th- what we're talking about with the Afghans coming into the area is a completely it's different an additional, topic. It's an additional. It, it has nothing issue. to do with that. That's a big problem. No it's, question it's about it. It's Tashara Jones's fault. Period. It's it's Sam Page's fault. Period. It's the sheriff's fault. Period. Who don't go out there with a with a unit of I people trying? But, it's, but it's, we're not talking about that. We're talking about you something know what? Different. If, if you have to amp, it, no, it's really not. To me, it's not. To to me, well, you won't human, let me explain it, or, human, or I would explain what. Well, what are you gonna? Is. Okay. Yeah. How are you gonna add to that? What, I don't even understand. But you, okay. Okay, you, don't we look went at me up. like I like I'm trying to take up everybody's time. I'm just trying to get a statement. Is Eric else. looking at you like that? No, you both are. What? You what? both are. No. I'm trying to help you. Well, there's no reason you don't have to help me. No, I'm trying. But no, I'm trying to give you situation. air time. Here's the situation. Don't get me involved in your and oh, Eric's deal. I have nothing yeah, to do with this. Just come at me. Just come at me. Yeah, you're all. Involved. I'm trying to help you, girl. Get him, Tabitha. Get him. Because every time I have something to say, everybody's like, "Oh, what? Yeah, here we go. Just go. Just go." Eric, what you're saying is 100% correct about the city of St. Louis. But what I'm trying to explain to you and to the people listening to this show is that here in the, in Missouri, we're facing a very big problem. And that problem is radicalization of extremists, extreme mm-hmm. people what? What? who have an ideology who may potentially set up a no-go zone right here in the city of St. Louis. We are using well, our that, again, tax leadership. payer leadership. dollars to set up this area in South St. Louis, where we're going to have thousands of people who came into this country unvetted. These are not the people who had a passport that day, who had a letter to get on these airplanes. These are the people who ran onto the airplanes, who ended up in Virginia, who were at this center, who they said, "Can you can leave. We're not going to vet you. Just go ahead and go if you want to go. Mm-hmm. And guess what? And they went. And you know where they're at? They're here in St. Louis City. And you know how we have uh, it's a... It's coming. It, it, it is coming. And they're building them a community center. They're building them a mosque. They're building them all of these things, guess what, on your taxpayer dollars. And even if out of 40,000 folks, five of them are radicalized, radicalization is like a cancer. It will spread. And this is exactly how ISIS took over in Syria and in so many other countries. It is such a big deal. You're absolutely correct on crime. But what we have taken place in South City is a big deal as well. To me, me, the bigger problem is... The people we vote into government because when you make a law well, that yeah, says together when you make a law that says anything other than if you commit a crime you're going to jail ideology is going to be different from st charles to fenton it is just going to be but, different people the way they live is just different if a, if a afghan if a afghanistan uh, family is living so peaceful in downtown st louis i'm cool with that as soon as they start blowing up the AT&T building down there, that's when I have yeah. a big problem. No, it is. And what Tab was saying is right. It is happening 
It's an additional problem. It all kind of funnels back up to the top because if you have leadership, those things don't really happen. They don't. Right. You're right, Eric. Tabitha's right. Um, that's why I was trying to make sure I could jump in and make sure Tabitha could say what she was saying. They all go in together. And then, of course, you have the issue with Washington, with what Colonel Joe was talking about. You have issues kind of all over the place, which is what we're all trying to deal with right now. Yeah, I don't believe in racism at all, to be honest with you. I believe in culturalism. I believe that cultures mm-hmm. have had a problem on this planet Earth intermingling together. I believe that one million percent. But as far as the skin color or what they do in life, I don't. I think that racism is a completely invented problem, and it is used by politicians worldwide. I really but, do, but I do believe culturalism is a total real thing. That certain cultures just don't understand what the other culture is doing, and they get pissed off at each other. That's it. Period. So, I mean, that's my two cents on the whole thing. People should be able to live. They're here for they're here for eighty years. Are it's they a finite here? Amount are of they time. here yet, Tabitha? Yes, not okay. all not all of them, but I I believe there are. Last count, I heard there's about five to ten thousand here already. Afghans, yes, just hanging out in South City Correct. or south of the Arch. Correct. Like in a tent city or where? No, are they no, at? no. They they've appropriated buildings for these people, apartment buildings. Who did know. that? National and, and homes are federal, federal government. Federal. And what they're doing is, let's say there's, you know, how we have occupancy permits. We must be getting money. That say that. Oh, of course, the city is getting money for this. You know how in normal times, if you tried to rent a house, okay, or you wanted to, you bought a house. What would happen? You'd ha- you'd have to get an occupancy permit that said, okay, only two people can live here, one person per bedroom. Or two children per bedroom. They don't have to do that in this circumstance. They have 15 to 20 people living in one home in this area of South City. And to your point, Eric, these, huh. like I said, the majority of these people are probably really good people who came here for a good reason. They're here. They're they're trying to better them lo- their lives. But what about the one, two, three, four, five, or more radicalized they're folks that slip in? Federal prison for the rest of their lives if they are that radical. No, the, and they're and they're espousing are, fear and they're espousing terrorists across this country who are not in federal prison. They're sleeper cells. They're just waiting for their opportunity. And you know what? What while they're here, they're like a cancer, and they're radicalizing all the other folks. Look at Beaumont, Texas. Look at Dearborn, Michigan. There's a lot of radicalization going on in these areas. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. there's five thousand in Maryland Heights. Do you might know about that? <laughs> Are you I mean, being serious? Oh, I thought you were, I thought I you were like, joking. No, I didn't according know. To, according to uh, the uh, Facebooks. I thought you were talking about liberalism in Maryland Heights. Well, <laughs> you know what? It seems to me like conservatives are are the minority in this country. To me, that's what it feels like. It really does. It's, it's like you have, I today, Colonel Joe, not, Colonel Joe basically comes on the show and says, Washington, Missouri is a blue county. I almost fell down. I was like, if you've ever been to Washington, that is as red-blooded, conservative, fly-the-flag community as I've ever seen. And I would never have guessed that it that, was a Democratic you know, I, It blew my mind. I had no idea. But once again, I talk about it. Tabitha talks about laziness in voting. We said it yesterday. Your vote everywhere matters. Every single place. I'd be curious to see what the voter turnout was. So... You find out what's happening with that situation. Okay, we're going to be talking with Al James of Pixie Dust. He sent me a picture of traffic. For those who oh, don't no. know the St. Louis area, yes. yeah. <laughs> uh, whenever there's a high, when there's an accident on Highway 40, uh, west or east, good luck getting anywhere in a decent amount of time. 
Um, Tabitha, we've got you for how much longer? About 15 minutes? About 15 minutes and I'm out of here. Okay, man, I don't know. I'm, I don't know where to go with this. Can we finish up the Trump, the Trump DeSantis deal? Whatever you guys want to talk here, about. Before we came in, here's what was going on with it. We were just teasing it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now we get into it. Here's what happened yesterday. Donald Trump, for whatever reason, chose to go after Ron DeSantis for the second time in as many weeks. He called him uh, something last week where he ripped him, saying he wasn't loyal yet again because he said he helped him. Then yesterday, he called him a groomer. There's a picture of Ron DeSantis with when he was a teacher at a Georgia school with high school girls and alcohol. And all of a sudden, Trump used the word groomer, saying that he was grooming young girls. DeSantis was asked about this yesterday at a roundtable. And DeSantis, in true presidential form, in my humble opinion, said, I'm not going to you know, get down in the weeds with another politician. I'm not going to rip another Republican um, candidate or a Republican in any nature in politics and go after him for saying this kind of stuff that he is saying. He can win the primary that way. He could literally win the primary that way. I there's, thought it was a huge deal. Some people way, may not think it's a big deal. Yeah. I think it's a big deal. Why is he even doing this? Because Trump DeSantis, has gone after him twice in two weeks, and DeSantis won't take the bait. But DeSantis says he's not running anyway. Exactly. So what is the point well, in Trump him going after him? Trump thinks he is. And maybe there's something, again, that we don't, maybe I, we I'm, don't I'm, know. I'm sick. Look, I love Trump. I think he did a great job. He's upsetting I, people. I, I think he's done. I think he did a great job. It was under the cover of darkness because he had so many things going around him. But he did a great job. It's time for him to go to Mar-a-Lago and really work on his golf game. And he, I'm, I'm. This is this is over the line. Okay, DeSantis is your. Even if you really believe that, DeSantis is your future, Trump. You you don't do that kind of stuff. This is ridiculous. I'm I'm officially jumping on the DeSantis train this morning, right now. I'm done with wow. Trump. Wow. I'm done with Trump, dogs. I'm done. I cannot take this crap anymore. There's I a cannot lot of people take that it. feel like you do. I can't take it. I can't take it. DeSantis would be the second coming of Ronald Reagan, in my opinion. He would be the most... He's already demonstrated he has amazing communication skills. He's demonstrated he has an amazing family. He took a, a, blue, a purple state to completely red... He has Democratic mayors that have supported him on issues. It's a place that people want to go. Low tax. I mean, what do I, I got to keep going? He's des- He's destroyed California's governor. So even if that clown comes at him, he's going to win. The, the, it, right now, I am announcing my candidacy for DeSantis. <laughs> Your support. Your full support. My DeSantis I support Tav- is in but full man, bloom. The, okay, we know that Trump is not a silly, stupid, dumb, uneducated guy. And we know he is a very, very good politician. He is crafty. He has been through more than any other politician has ever been through in this country. I look to what Tabitha says. I always look, why does somebody do what they do? Most of the time, people don't just react or say something for no reason. There's a reason, or they've been pushed to a point, or they know something. Why it makes one hundred percent. Trump is a he's a very intelligent guy. He if he's saying I agree something, with you, Tabitha. I he think knows something's what he's off. doing. He knows what he's talking about, and he wouldn't make a libelous claim like this. If there wasn't some truth to it, and apparently he had a, a photo that somewhat backed it up. Yeah, I, I looked at the photo. I couldn't get it over in time. I'll try to call it back up. 
There is a photo. Uh, but it's Ron with high school girls. I, I don't know. I, I mean. But this isn't the situation like it was between Eric Schmidt and Eric Reitens. Because that was a campaign. When you're, when you're actually campaigning against each other, you can lie. You can defame someone. You you can commit libel, Un- and no one can do anything right. about it. But in this situation, <laughs> uh, DeSantis isn't running, so their Trump legally cannot defame him or libel, commit libel against him. And if and that is what Trump has done. So we're, we're going to see now what does DeSantis do? Because if DeSantis comes after Trump and says, "I'm going to sue you for defamation mm. or for libel." Then we'll we'll have to revisit the issue. The only thing he does is he just shakes it off and goes, "Dude, you know, the Trump days are over." I mean, he, he, it looks to me like DeSantis. He just goes, "Yeah, you know what? I, I don't respond to bullies. I'm I'm sorry. I got too much stuff going on over here." But but does and he then not you reply? Move on to something else? No, you don't reply. Does he re- not no. reply because it's true? I mean, if he you just say it's not true, but if he you just doesn't go, stand oh, this up, is ridiculous. This is stupid. That's the thing in life. It's like if you don't say something. People think you're guilty. Correct. If you do say something, then you're down in the weeds and then you can be hit wait a minute, again. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hunter Biden and Joe Biden have been accused of of uh, selling out the United States now for 24 months. And it would have gone the entire distance if the Republicans wouldn't have won the House, correct? And the, and nothing, ha- I mean, they were throwing everything at the, but the, the kitchen sink what? at Biden. Yes. Nothing has stuck to Biden. And you you're put, right. The FBI was in his house two weeks ago. Nothing has stuck to this clown. Not yet. Do well, you, they were invited into his home. And, and, if a, and if a picture of DeSantis with some girls, and, and then it, what is it called? I'm sorry, what were they, what is DeSantis supposedly doing? So giving alcohol to okay. underage kids. At, There's no proof a, of that. Teacher. There's no proof of that. Well, we don't, we don't know what Trump has, that, but. That, I'm sorry, that doesn't take down DeSantis. Uh, he's doing such a good job in Florida. He's just shutting up. I'm sorry. As of last week, Trump still had, by all indications, and in latest polling, he still had between a 20 and 35-point lead in a hypothetical primary with a Ron DeSantis, who, as Tabitha always reminds us, has not said that he's running for president, who has continued to take the high road as Eric likes as others go why is he taking the high road well we'll see if he gets into the weeds I think what DeSantis is doing is smart whether he was guilty of something or not because if he gets into it now those two beat each other up in a 15 round old school heavyweight bout all punches allowed all everything allowed and they tear the hell out of each other up and bring up everybody's baggage, their skeletons in the closet, because everybody has them. DeSantis has something. He does. Something, I mean, nobody's perfect. And everybody has to deal in politics. The only guy I've ever seen that didn't need to come back to politics because they had plenty of money and everything else in clout was Trump. So, man, this is going to be interesting. I don't know why two times in two weeks Trump is now thrown body blows at Ron DeSantis because because he's the he's the man it's like uh it's like Muhammad Ali figuring out that Mike Tyson's about to get in the ring with him what are you gonna do you gotta trash talk him you gotta break him down you gotta do whatever you can to win the damn game well this is different because we went through four years of Trump versus the media versus everybody else on the planet do you really I just got a stomachache thinking about it. <laughs> do you want to do that again? Oh man! Do you it's... want to? Do you want real? Do you want reality TV? Every it's gonna be theater, day? whatever the case is. You if know? if DeSantis doesn't run, 
clearly Trump rolls on to the Republican primary. But if he does run, look out. That's the kind of theater Americans are used to. Can I throw something out there before I leave? You guys probably don't know this. Eric was just mentioning Biden and how they're never held accountable. Did you know that they canceled the congressional hearings over the Biden lap or over the Hunter Biden laptop and no one has talked about it? When did this happen? Uh, it happened uh, two days ago. No, it was because the electric went out in the in the Capitol. Is that what it was? Yeah, the elect the power went out. They were talking to. Uh, I can't tell if you're being serious. I'm or not. dead serious. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the, they were talking to Twitter officials about uh, the suppression of the laptop, and then the power went out or something like that. And they they had to so they had to cancel it they, or, or postpone. Now, it do or you really believe doing. that? Well, the lights went off on camera. I know that. Unless, I mean, unless they were starting some uh, uh, theatrical production. Do you production. really believe that? Biden's there in will, the background hitting the light switch. <laughs> they will never He's have that a congressional smart. hearing <laughs> over that laptop. They're going to come up with any no, they excuse they, they can, gonna, anything yeah. they can to not hold anyone accountable. They're going to wrap this around Biden like you haven't ever believed. That Margie Taylor Greene and Bobert would never let it not happen. Jim Jordan would never let it and not happen. And why aren't you seeing it in the media? The media is not discussing what it. What do you think? At all. Why do you think? Nothing. Not one you, word. Well, why do you think? Not one word. Why do you think? Because they don't want people to know that they've scrapped it. Well, I mean, who's going to be the one that shames them into running uh, footage about their dear, beloved, beloved leader? Who's going to be that one? You? The media. Why don't you do it now? Start. Give, do an impassioned plea to all of media to say, we want you to run this. We'll even watch your stupid news programs if every single day you have something new on the laptop. The media does what the government pays them to do. If That's they, a massive story. It, yes, it is. And, and completely covered up in the media. It's a massive story. But the media pays what the government tells them to do. That's why we call it state-ran media. They say, okay, tell everybody to go get the big V. Here's some money. Tell everybody that it works. Here's some more money. Tell everyone this, this, and that. Or you know what? Or don't tell them this, this, and that. Here's some more money. That's how the media works. And that's why you have to turn your television off. Think about this. If 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 most of the world turned off their television, what a different world we would live in. Because right now, so many people out there believe the propaganda. Well, right now. It's because we've been trained to do that for so long. That's but, right. But Tabitha, guess what? If you look at all the 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 statistics... People 30, 33, maybe get them 35 on a large scale don't watch television. You watch your phones. So with that being said, people aren't watching quote television. They're looking at headlines, which is even worse. They may be looking there's a couple different factors. They may be looking at headlines. You'll see, but you're oh you're not gonna turn off your phone. It's not happening. Nobody's turning off their phone. Not you, not me. Headlines are always gonna be there. But they're not quote watching television. The people who are quote watching television are people who are forty and over. Those are the people who still might be. And then it's even an older age when it comes to those news channels that you talk about, whether it's Republican, conservative leaning. So things have changed and are changing. They have, but the people are still getting the propaganda. It doesn't matter if you're looking at your phone and you're seeing news headlines, if you're Watching television, if you're listening to people who do watch television, you know where the, what the problem is? It's people don't critically think any longer. People don't do the research themselves. They see headlines. They mm -hmm. see what's on the television. They listen to other people. And not one time do they take the time out to actually go online or call people 
or research or fact check or look at all sides of the equation. Okay, they we just want, don't do it. We want everybody to know everything's fine with Tabitha. She has to go to a doctor's appointment. Yes, so that is correct. She didn't get angry. She's happy. No, 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 no. She's I, going to I take love care. You guys. You're going to take I care of your to, eye or whatever. I have. To, well, actually, I'm going to work Ant Man here. I in a think. Minutes. I think what you should do so we can bring we should give, give some. Uh, more viewership is you should you should get mad at me right now and then stomp out of <laughs> I here. I could never Tabitha be mad at you. I studio. You should, I think you should throw your table over. I could never over, be mad at you. Eric is one of like the sweetest people on the entire planet. I could never get mad at you. Lies. Or Vic for that matter. Which no. is why it's I good never, when we debate on the show. I would never be mad at either of you. Okay, well, you'll be back tomorrow. and I will uh, be back tomorrow. Keep us tomorrow posted. Fr- I thought today was Friday. Oh, okay. man, you oh, screwed up my whole day. don't do that to us. No, 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 And no. I hate to miss Al James, one of my favorite people on the planet, but Al, we well, will say reconnect. say hi to him for a second. We're setting Al up right now as we speak. So. Yes, and I have to make a run for it. I've got to go to work. Doctor All right. Appointment. Bye, I'll Tabitha. See you guys tomorrow. We'll get you out of here in just a second. I mean, that's how you have 45 minutes that goes by just like that. Super, super fast um, when it comes into there. Now, as we, we were talking about Al James, uh, we talk about companies partnering with us and us partnering with other companies and awesome products. We now are welcoming in Al James of the St. Louis, Missouri area, born and raised in the St. Louis area. Um, He has a company. One of the companies he has is Pixie Dust Seasoning. I say Pixie Dust Seasoning. You see the logo behind him. I have tried some of the seasoning. Eric, I don't mean to get you too excited, but it's pretty damn good. Al, welcome to Cancel This. We appreciate it. We've also got... Uh, his website up on our website, so you can click on the link if you see some products, sample the products, and uh, whatever you purchase, we have an agreement. It helps Al. It helps cancel this. Al, yeah. tell our listeners and viewers all about yourself, man. Well, hello, hello, and good morning, everyone. I like uh-huh. that hat. I uh, appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, so I started Pixie Dust uh, Seasoning about two years ago, roughly. Uh, we pretty much had a pretty good launch. I've uh, gotten to Schnooks first time. Uh, Pretty quickly within the first year, uh, saw a lot of growth from the internet sales and things of that nature. Damn, you're in Schnooks too. Yeah, I'm in Schnooks as well. Yeah, that, there's a lot of them. Do you know oh, how, yeah. many, how many? Do you even know how many Schnooks stores you're in? Uh, so far, in like 21. Oh. Uh, so and, and growing. So yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. Nice. 20. Okay. Can, imagine being in, have your products in 21 stores. No. I can't. <laughs> no. 26. Yeah. <laughs> this is another story. So tell me about your spice and, and speak softly and slowly so I can savor it as you're talking about Eric, it. Like, Eric <laughs> likes I'm, the sultry seasoning. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I love it. Uh, so the first blend that I, I came up with was something that was a low sodium. Yes. Um, and and, and pretty, pretty much put me in the space of uh, my, my mom, passed, she passed from cardiac arrest. Mm. Uh, she had high blood pressure and hypertension and things yeah. of that nature and a lot of that's caused from the sodium intake mm-hmm. so um yeah I, I want to create something that had full flavor and uh less sodium yep. and so i created my all-purpose blend nice uh, that that blend took off i gave it to a few restaurateurs that i know here in st louis as well uh and they loved it what what, what restaurants are are you using it in are uh, they using so it in? uh 1818 chop has used it okay. uh cleveland heath Mm-hmm. Has used one of some of our blends. We have, uh, let me see, we got the uh, Mexican joint. It's uh, Casa Maya. Okay, mm-hmm. is also using yep. it, uh, and uh, Rocky Bowl. Okay, is using that. Also in Edwardsville. Nice. And, and by uh, the way, his website is pixiedustseasoning.com. Pixiedustseasoning.com. If you go there, there's a promo code. I like this one. It's called Vic. <laughs> <laughs> That's V I C. That's V I C. By the way, yeah. a promo code Vic. 
You can go on there. That's how we know that things are happening. Uh, you get free shipping on all orders of four or more seasoning. Use the promo code VIC. That's how we track everything and that you know that you listen to Al right here. Sorry to interrupt you there, Al. I was just making sure people know. PixieDustSeasoning.com. PixieDustSeasoning.com. I just love the fact that uh, you jumped into this, a little bit of the backward story. Did this happen pretty quickly for you? I mean, because Eric and I are always, can you imagine like sitting in a kitchen or wherever, and you're just throwing things together. Well, yeah, um, so, sort of, kind of. I mean, I, I've, I've always had a passion for cooking. Mm-hmm. So, like, if anyone followed the, the Pixie Dust uh, on Facebook, yeah. they'll see a lot of dishes and things of that nature that, I mean, is pretty Are these much rubs? Eye-dropping. Are they rubs that you're making? I mean, yeah, yeah, the, okay. the, the, the rubs and, uh, and all. I mean, uh, so we have nine different blends. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a, a jerk seasoning blend that yep. I've actually – Took that recipe idea from being in uh, Montego Bay, Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Had some of the best jerk chicken there, and I was like, I want to see if I can recreate it. So yeah. I did so. Yeah. Uh, we also have an Asian stir fry blend that anything Asian is yeah. like it's almost like the four the five spice. Yeah. But just with a with a little bit more wow. to it. Yeah. Really. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, keep, t- keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a fajita blend that I created. That's a, the blend that Casa Maya is yeah. using there. Uh-huh. Um, let me see. Uh, we also I, I created a seafood blend, and uh, what makes that blend stands out is not salty. And that's the most important important part of like most things. Because like I hate to say it, but some of the seasons for that is very salty to my taste. Yeah. And um, you can always adjust salt. Yeah. But you can't take it out. Right. And um, so yeah, I created that, and I mean that seasoning tastes phenomenal on salmon, anything seafood, shrimp, uh, even lobster. It, it's phenomenal. MSG free. MSG free. We use um, uh, shiitake uh, mushrooms for the umami flavoring. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. no MSG. Good. And, well, that's, that's but, important. For but a lot you of have multiple. You have multiple blends. Yeah, for, so, all, for for this, for example, this morning Erica said, and I've never thought about using. Now keep in mind, I've been very boring and bland. I don't have the background that you have. Um, using seasoning on vegetables. It sounds. Oh, it's the best. It sounds oh, yeah. healthy. Yes. Oh yeah. It's awesome. I'm sure oh, yeah. I eat seasoning all <laughs> no, no, vegetables no, no. when I eat at yeah. restaurants and don't yeah. even realize. So, so the, the all-purpose is yes. perfect for that. Uh, <clears throat> I have a smoked barbecue rub that actually a buddy of mine used in a brisket competition that won first place mm-hmm. uh, here in, in, in St. Louis. As Where well. was the comp- What was the competition? Do you even know? Yeah, I, I, it's on the, it's on the website. It's on our page. So okay. I, I can tell you. Exactly PixieDustSeasoning.com. The promo code is Vic if you want to go in there and check some things yeah. and buy some products. I felt the products are very uh, favorably priced for yeah. what you get. Well, I, I we have to do the research before I put it out into stores to see what the what what people are charging and what people are paying for certain blends. Uh, I mean, I see some cheaper, but they just pretty much salt and pepper. Yeah, uh, and maybe a little bit of paprika. No, no, no. People coloring. will pay. Yeah, <laughs> for, for, uh, they will pay. But for that I, pay. but the thing is, it's the quality and difference of ingredients that that we like to use in our products to make that quality yeah. flavoring. Uh, what it is. Mm-hmm. How about a cancel this spice? We'll go work with Al. Oh, we should do it. <laughs> in conjunction. We should totally do it. I would love it. <laughs> I, think, I think we have to do that, man. Eight, I've got so many ideas. It's it's one thing to become a business person and try to do that. It's another thing um, to succeed at it because it's tough to start businesses. It's tough to go there. You didn't grow up with some silver spoon in your mouth, and you didn't certainly grow up with a whole lot of money. Uh, I grew up okay. My dad owned his own company. I mean, we did all right. We did well. I didn't want for anything. Yeah. But you had to come through and bust everything, bust uh, and and work your tail off. I mean, you're talking about working on this product for 20 years. Uh, 
No, I mean, actually, I've I've been doing. I did okay. I did okay. Wait, how do That's you good, how man. do you approach a schnooks? I've always wondered that. Um, how do you approach a schnooks and says, "I have a product I want on your shelf." I asked him this question yeah. because <laughs> it seems like everybody. Like, how did you do this? Yeah. Well, um, it, honestly, it's through my network. I uh, just knew somebody that knew who to contact directly, and they got me into the right person. It's but the thing is, with with that type of business, you, you have to have all your I's dotted and T's crossed, right? right. So you got to have your packaging, your labeling, everything already set up. Yeah. So when you talk to them, they're like, "Okay, you're ready," yeah. and they're not shooting you back out saying you're not ready yet. Yeah. So that's that's. So you have to have. Uh, I'm legitimately fascinated with this. So <laughs> you have to go out and get a warehouse or warehousing. And yes, it's in Schnucks. Everybody, they it's were in asking Schnook. you. Twenty one Schnucks stores. And by then the way. you have to have trucks to deliver that, correct? Or how does? I mean, well, the, the infrastructure so, so, behind well, yeah, something like that. It just depends on how you structure. Like, so for a small business like mine, yeah. Uh, we, you have to have an FDA-approved facility. That's uh, true, too. So yeah. you have to have clean commercial kitchen and, and uh, facilities. Mm-hmm. So uh, once you acquire that, uh, your distribution is up to you. So with, with for a company like Schnucks, Schnucks give you the opportunity to deliver yourself, or you can ship to their warehouse and let them distribute Okay. There. Yeah. So uh, is Schnucks the final pin, or are you going after uh, Walmart, no, no, you, you Deerberg's? Keep, you, keep, you keep going. Really? Yeah, yeah, okay. You, just keep, you keep it moving. I mean, like I said, we're in fresh times as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in the Myers system uh, for uh, Myers. Uh, and, again, it's, it's a lot of the direct-to-consumer sales as yeah. well, so the online sales are very important. Have yeah. you found that there are people that wish that they could do what you were doing? Because we have somebody on the chat line going, yeah, I used to have some blends, but <laughs> I, I couldn't get the money right. I couldn't get the yeah. contacts right, so I had to let it go. Well, um, I mean, uh, yeah, you, you find, I mean, anything that you do, right? So, for example, your podcast, they're like, you're like some, you have 10 people say, I want to do one. Yeah. How did you do yours? Yeah. Like, you sort of just do it. Okay. Yeah. You know, and, no, as, it's as, not as, easy. As a, it's not easy, but you just, you figure it out, right? Yeah. Along the way. Like, I, I did not have anyone holding my hand through the process. So right. that, that is, that is correct. But, you know, I had to, had to. I mean, but, but to Vic's point, at some point, you, you, it's not just about, I have. I want to put my spices in schnooks. At some point, you're sitting in your kitchen with your with whoever it else it is, and go. Does this suck? No, that uh, yeah, it's a little too much salt. Okay. <laughs> At some point, you're developing the product. Well, yeah. yeah, who is yeah. the final say? Is that yeah. you, or do you have a secret person in the uh, kitchen I, with you? I, 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 <laughs> 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 you know what? I ha- I have a like I said, I would give it to my friends who own restaurants and say, hey, try this and see, and, and let me know what you think. Yeah. And it's, it's it's the 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 word of mouth of. Um, yeah, that tastes good. Yeah. You should, you should so that's your focus it. group. Your focus group is, a, and then how do you shut down? Because uh, you, I mean, you have to go. At some point, you got to shut down that recipe, right? So that it's consistent from uh, yeah. batch yeah. to batch to yeah. batch. I've never understood that one either. Yeah. How exactly. does Anheuser Busch make Anheuser Busch products exactly the same uh, you do from it. batch to yeah. batch? You do it by weight. By so, weight. By oh. weight. Yeah. You do it by weight. So, uh, for example, if I have a hundred pounds of garlic powder. Mm-hmm. So by the weight scale on what goes into each uh, batch, yeah, that's where I'll take ten pounds of this, five pounds of that. Okay, that's, that's how you make sure it's always consistent. Right. Okay. Is there a product? What's your most popular product? I would say, I would say the Which, all the sugar free all purpose actually is the most popular right now. Oh, sugar free. Yeah, you mean so, there's sugar and spices? Uh, yeah, <laughs> everything nice. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, the, we have a all purpose that's a, a brown sugar base for that particular blend, but the sugar free is a monk fruit. 
that's uh, that crystallizes like a sugar, mm-hmm. but it's not sugar exactly. So it's great for the diabetics and people who do oh, not wow. want to consume sugar. And you can see pictures of everything, too, at Pixie Dust Season. It's a terrific website. The pictures are very big, so you can see them. You don't even need your glasses, Eric. You can see the prices. You can see what it is. I'm just curious. You, I haven't had your smoked barbecue yet. I'm going to try that. What? You know what? What did you just say? And, and, I, and, I, and, I brought, and I brought you a bottle, so you will have some before Him? today. I, I did try. You get you gave me a bottle of the Universal already. Yes, I did. And I used it on my son's salmon. Wait, yeah, how, how did he like it? And he said, Dad, and this is a kid that doesn't have a ton of emotion. He's like, Dad, it's good. That's <laughs> so true. And, and I was so like, true. that's like a 9 or a 10 on a scale okay, of 1 okay. to 10. Wow. You got, Wait. You, you got a reaction. I did get a reaction. I love it. Awesome. <clears throat> so this is a sauce? No, no, it's, no, it's all seasoned. Just no. all seasoned. Okay, all okay. I was just making yeah. sure. Well, he has a universal one. He has the sugar-free universal yes. purpose. Yes. And he's got the chop house steak blend. You've got the kitchen samurai stir fry, the deep blue seafood seasoning, mm-hmm. the jerk pit Jamaican, which he was talking mm-hmm. about, smoked barbecue seasoning, oh, garlic geez. pepper, the divine trinity. That's going to be my favorite, I think. He's got a barbecue smoke, and you've got a fajita taco seasoning. Yeah, Dude, yeah, yeah. You know what we should do? Because I'm the idea guy around here. We should go get a grill. Chicken, beef, fish. Fish is too hard. No, don't don't bring fish. Fish is too hard to cook on a grill. It just I, is. I, I would disagree. Okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he is the pro. Uh, I would say uh, a bucket or a basket of vegetables. And we do a, a kind of a potpourri. For the Super Bowl somewhere. Yeah, well, that'll be in the Cancel This Kitchen next year. You think so? Yeah, but we can find the Super Wouldn't Bowl Wouldn't that be amazing? I would love it. Just, love it. And we awesome. just have, everybody has a clipboard, and we just see which one's That's the best. It. Do you host Super Bowl favorite. parties since you're the one that can make it? Or do you take a break? I'm always invited. Yeah. But, but, but as, I'm there, as, I, as I arrive, they're like, hey, will you bring something? Yeah. You know, so yeah. <laughs> so do you, do you eat other people's food? And go, and, this sucks. And this sucks. <laughs> It's like, oh man, do you, or do you carry your own bottles of seasoning yes. in your coat pocket? Well, like, hold on a second, yeah, 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 just need help. Casey uh, masterpiece. Give I, me I, I, I have became more of a food snob for sure. Of course you yeah. have, and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. <laughs> have you ever have you ever gone into Ruth's Chris and say, hey, can I put some of this stuff on my? Get your. Get. I, I have I have gone to Ruth's Chris and told them how to make a steak properly. You are lying. <laughs> no. Oh wow. my God, could you imagine? But you're you're too kind of a guy. I can only imagine if a server comes up. Um, or how does it taste? Or is it done well? Your response. My response is... Uh, Whatever the honest response it's is. Honest, it's honest. It's nice, though. Like, if it's overcooked, I'm like, just slightly overcooked or whatnot. Or, you know, I, I'll show them a picture of something I made at home. Like, can you make it look like this? So do you feel like you've perfected the, the spice business for your own product right now? Or are you still trying to... Make it better. Are you adding to it? Uh, um, anything to let people know about what's coming? I mean, mm-hmm. as, as far as a business structure, uh, there's always something else you could do. That Absolutely. Um, as far as like my complete blends I have now that's on the market, those are, those are done. Uh, those never mm-hmm. need to re- repeat and shake those yeah. up at all. Yeah. Just, just keep them as they yes. are. That's um, right. I'm just fascinated with your story. You're a St. Louis guy, yeah. born and raised, uh, have a successful product. Are you in other businesses as well? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do consulting as well. Uh, my, my network is uh, 
has grown over the years, as, as you may know. Like, I know a lot of, we know a lot of the same people uh-huh. about St. Louis. So, mm-hmm. where are you guys um, at? Of? Where, where's the headquarters at? As far as uh, for the spice business? Uh, it's, it's located. Yes, yeah, it's located okay. in St. Louis. And here's the best part, too, Eric. He makes all the products here. In St. Louis. Louis. Yes, yeah. that's awesome. What, Everything what, here, how whole is, town. How is, um, how is the business community here? I mean, and we ask everybody. Uh, we, we've asked honestly, Steve Ford. We've asked everybody. I think it's very supportive really? uh, for, for a new and uh, new company. So, like, the grocery stores now have, they, they're so open to local mm-hmm. and, and small businesses coming in, uh, minority wow. businesses as well coming in. So, like, you, you're going to a Schnucks and or a Fresh Time. And you would see like an aisle dedicated for local uh, vendors what? there, uh, as well as Dilbergs. Yeah, yeah, they're in there. Dilbergs yeah, doesn't. Are that. you in Dilbergs yet? Uh, uh, it's it's being worked through now. Yeah. Okay, they're, they're catching up. Yeah. They're, they're catching up to the game with what Al James I know, I need is to Come bringing. on, come on with it. Come on, let's get it. <laughs> How often do you guys sell out? I mean, are you guys like just running product all the time, or um, is it like is it? On, uh, it's, you know what? Different locations sell different products. So mm-hmm. you know, you figure the Edwardsville location, uh, all my steak rub and seafood is gone out the Edwardsville location. Right. But down over here in uh, De Pere, mm-hmm. you know, that might be just the the. the the garlic pepper, mm-hmm. you know, and, right. and something else, right. you know. So it's just like it just varies. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just recently I just re- replaced out of four different stores, uh, full nine sets. Mm-hmm. You know, they they place another order. Like we need all nine. Yeah. Come bring it back. You know? Wow, that's awesome to yeah. hear. Hey, before we let you go, I'm so hungry now. What, <laughs> what kind of advice do you have for people? Whether it's uh, starting a food business, spice business, whatever, entrepreneurs, yeah. whether. You're, you're 20 or whether you're 70? I say uh, just focus and, 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 and you got to execute. You know, it's going to be tough. You just got to stay focused and execute, you know. So that's, that's the best advice I could give because I stayed focused and I, I yeah. knew that this thing could work. Yeah. Even though I heard people say, man, it's a hard business to get into, I just did it anyway. Right. And, and it's, showing, it's showing itself right now. Yeah. Man, well, St. Louis needs people like you. They need St. Louis uh, County, St. Louis, St. Charles. They people need mentors these days because the business world is changing, the job world is changing. They need to look at people like you and go, "I have a skill too." And then they would. I mean, I'm seriously. I think that the youth of our communities now needs people. That's a great point. Needs people like you just to go and and talk to them. They 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 need people like us. Yeah, because we all are doing something that we love to do. Yeah. Yeah. PixieDustSeasoning.com. PixieDustSeasoning.com. Uh, love your logo, PixieDustSeasoning.com. <laughs> if you go there and you buy, use the promo code VIC. That helps Al realize, hey, that's coming from my time spent over there at yeah. the cancel this show. And also, before we leave, before we go, uh, for the month of February is, is Heart uh, Month. So I am donating uh, proceeds to the American Heart Association yes. for all sales for oh, this what a month. Great idea. It's, yeah, it's something that's important to me. Yeah. I so agree. if you go to PixieDustSeasoning.com, um, you type in the promo code VIC, plus you get uh, the satisfaction of knowing that your purchases are also going to help the American Heart Association as well as it is the situation for February. Uh, dude, you have fun here? Uh, I love it. Yeah, we'll, we'll have you back on, that's for sure. I would love it. And we won't ask any other uh, tough questions <laughs> unless you want to ever talk with us, whether you want to agree with us or debate us. 
Because we respect you, and that's what the studio is all about. It's having those. He doesn't want to debate us. He agrees with everything we say. Of course, it's he does. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't he get the memo this morning? I agree with everything you guys hey, say. Al, congrats. <laughs> hey, buddy, congratulations on everything, oh, man. For um, so much. When people get to know you, if they don't know you already, they see what you're about, your products about, and what you're about. So we appreciate you taking time to come by and join Chiefs or Philly? There. Chiefs or Philly? I say Chiefs. Oh, of course he's going to say that. <laughs> you don't have to know. That's no, 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 the right no, 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 answer. No, no, no. It is around here, it is. But no, I know a lot of Philly fans. Right it was now. tough, though, because he grew up in St. Louis. And if he was a football fan, and I don't know how old Al is, the, every Cardinals football fan my age at you could Cardinals. say dick vermeil was your boy and he was a philadelphia <laughs> coach yeah come on man i can connect dots yeah we'll see <laughs> anyway al thanks again for thanks, your time al, buddy man. thank you so much totally appreciate all right it. al with pixiedustseasoning.com had a good time interviewing him talking about his yes. product pixiedustseasoning.com um eric i'll get you some of that product as well <laughs> Al looks, Al looks at me and he goes, yeah, that fish is pretty easy to cook. <laughs> Every time I do it, man, it falls apart in the grill. Trust me. Halibut. Al, you need your own podcast here show is what you need. Exactly. I would listen. I want All right. To, Al's yeah. got some samples for us. And we'll Gherkin wants some, too. Know. He eats a lot of that stuff. <laughs> Oh, oh yes. he's got the hats too. Yes. Well, hell, let's just go full go. We'll just we'll just make this the Pixie Dust Studios. <laughs> yeah, I think that's not a bad idea. Sprinkle a little magic. Yeah. I will. And his motto is sprinkle a little magic. Dude, I, could you imagine if we had a grill sitting right there? Yeah, I know. Just we'll, we'll, sitting right there and you just lift the grill. It would be no, you know what? Tabitha says she's great on a grill. You know what? I wouldn't even care about the other occupants of this office. Of course you would. I wouldn't give a damn at that point because we have pixie dust seasoning. We've got sirloins, we've got ribeyes. Well, you never mm. know what you're gonna get on cancel this. Todd says. Eric, your issue is this. Although I don't know if Al would say this, wrap your fish in tin foil and then yeah, you can yeah, cook it. yeah. I know. And then you put the vegetables in there, and then you put the seasoning on there. But guys, I'm telling you, this is, I I literally haven't cooked in my kitchen in probably 30 years. <laughs> I haven't. I'm sorry. There's people that do it better than me. I'm just not a good cook. In 30 at all. years. I'm sorry. Uh, once again, and that do... one time was oatmeal. So that doesn't really count. And by the way, Lizzie, I appreciate you making sure you uh, got all that information up there. Of course, uh, Lizzie does a phenomenal job on a daily basis on our social media. Thanks again. I don't even have to give all the reminders. Lizzie put it up there for people who are reading it. For people who aren't reading the, tra- the chat line, once again, pixie.seasoning. Dot com, put in the promo code VIC, and um, try some good spice. I'm not just going to say it. I had it. I had the the all-natural, some pretty damn good stuff. And, and, to, sure. and to Jeff, I do have a pellet grill, and I can never get it hot enough. <laughs> I can never. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I can never get a pellet grill hot, hot enough. I well, bought one at, I bought one at uh, Home Depot one time. I go, this is the answer to all my problems. It's not a gas grill. It's not charcoal. This is badass. And I and, and the, the, the steak would have to stay on there for like six hours. Hey, and Al, then it just turned into Al's leather. Al's still here. Before we move on, speaking of grilling and roasting, yes. what? Can I show it on air really quick? What the hell? Yeah, that Twitter is awesome. Twitter was former Twitter the- execs were roasted yesterday on Capitol Hill. We're speaking of roasting of a different kind. Check out the charcuterie board. That's get the hell phenomenal. out of here. Look at that. Yeah, so that was handmade. Handmade. Al says it was handmade. I can put strings on that. 
Hey, I could I could I could make that of into my, I could make that into a bass. I'll play it this weekend. Of course, I'll made it. Look at that. That's badass. That's thick. Too. So you're a woodworker too? No, I just did it for a, prom- a promo for the Christmas uh, uh, gift sets, and uh, people loved it. So I just That's, like, well, I figured out how to, how to I outsource hate, it. I hate myself now. Uh, I can't do <laughs> stuff like that. I can't do it. I'm a, I'm worthless. Oh yeah, no, it happens. <laughs> hey, hold, hey, if you could, real quick, Al, since I called you back in, just run through the products really quick so we can let people yeah. know. So right here is the all-purpose uh, original all-purpose rub that we made. Uh, we also have the, the smoke barbecue, the one yeah. I was telling you about here, the award-winning. Uh, we have our jerk seasoning, right here. Okay, all right. Uh, we got the kitchen samurai. Which now, what does the kitchen samurai do? Is that for so the? So this is for Asian. Okay, all right. This is all our, if our Asian okay. uh, blends and cuisine. This is our chop house steak blend here, and mm. uh, I brought in the seafood deep blue. Okay. And this, this is really good. All right. all right. You can go to the website again, pixiedustseasoning.com, and check out all those products that Al just showed you. Um, Al, is it a problem to make a steak in an air fryer? Uh, oh, good question. <laughs> no, you know somebody, somebody, the actual quote on the chat yes. line was I, a heathen <laughs> made yes. a steak in an air fryer. I was shocked. <laughs> you know, they, they, they've, been, they've been advertising using the utilization yeah. of air fryer, which mm-hmm. is just a convection oven at the end of the day. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's subjective. Uh, that's a no. That is a no. I'll just say no, though. It's subjective, right? He said not just like, no, For, but for my no. personal steaks, I, I prefer to, uh, a good bone and ribeye has to be on a grill. Yeah. What, what do you think about the government taking away our gas grills? Well, they I haven't mean, yet. Hold on, Have you heard any I, I of that, though? No, I don't know anything of that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, they are coming after our damn gas grills. I'll You're going to have a steak. It'll be a fried steak I'll from believe now on. it when I see yeah, it. Yeah, I'll use a torch. I would come to the restaurant just to watch the cooks with a torch. Do it a torch, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Al, thanks for jumping yeah, thank back in with so us, much. buddy. All right. <laughs> I don't want to get Al into politics or I'd have him stay. So that's why we, we, we let him get going. He doesn't going. care. He doesn't care. I know. He just wants to make fun. I'll take them all. I'm going to get my own. I want to make sure Scotty and Eric get it. If Eric actually uses it. I'll go them. up to Schnooks oh, right thank now and buy you. it. Yes. I don't really even care. Right, I'm a, I'm, give me a blend if you like, brother. You want to talk seafood, jerk, Asian, all purpose. All purpose. Absolutely. For real. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks again. Oh, yeah. I'll Hell yeah. <laughs> With PixieDustSeasoning.com, congratulations on the success he's had and continued success as well. The other situation that we have when it comes to getting roasted and grilled, Scotty, when we get a chance, if you can load up Lauren, yeah, as you gonna, oh yeah, that's it the best way to try so it. Good. It smells. I just want to pour it in my face. You could also no, no. You could also just you could a little dabble do you too. You can taste it a little there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna wait. A I'm little dabble do. Yeah, a little dabble do. Um, we had uh, roasting from roasting in the kitchen to roasting on Capitol Hill. Okay. We all know the story about Twitter and what happened before when it came to quote certain accounts being shadow banned, canceled, whatever. Well, hearings were taking place on Capitol Hill yesterday. And it's shocking to me when you actually have now you have proof that accounts were being canceled, accounts were being shadow banned, including that of Lauren Bobert. Which was shocking. Well, she had five minutes yesterday, Eric, and it was must-see TV with four former Twitter executives. And Scott's going to run the video for us. I, re- I heard it. It's amazing. This, I mean, this 
and it's five minutes. But this five minutes is every bit as good as you can imagine when she's ripping it. Scotty, are we ready to roll that yet, buddy? Or are you? Oh, he's got, it, he's got it queued up. Oh. I was getting my seasonings. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got sidetracked. <laughs> no big deal. Let's right. run no Lauren, <laughs> Lauren Boebert going after Twitter for shadow banning her and basically catching them in a lie on literally under oath. All right, here we go. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Mr. Uh, Matt Taibbi, a respected reporter who published much of the Twitter files, said, quote, Twitter's contact with FBI was constant and pervasive, as if it were a subsidiary. Now, I want to better understand why he would suggest that. Mr. Roth, while at Twitter, how many meetings did you have with the FBI? I couldn't say for sure, but I More would than say 10? That's a reasonable More than 20? estimate. I couldn't say for sure. More than 50? That seems a bit high. Many meetings with the FBI. Well, we know uh, uh, how many FBI agents worked at Twitter while you were there? I don't believe any active FBI Former agents. Former FBI agents. How many worked there while you were there? I'm aware of perhaps two. Well, we know of at least nine um, because they started the BU group chat, BU for Bureau. Now, Mr. Roth, did the FBI ever ask you to share information like users' communication data without going through proper legal channels? No, they did not, and I would have refused if they had. Um, that's correct. I see that you denied Agent Chan's request for access to Twitter's data feed. What's sick isn't that you would deny it. Uh, it's that the FBI would even ask you for the private data of American citizens without going through legal channels of the law. Now, I want to remind you, Mr. Roth, that you are under oath. Did the FBI ever ask you to do anything that was illegal or questionably legal? I'm not a lawyer, but certainly not to the best of my recollection or knowledge. Now, from the hearing that I've been a part of today, um, it's almost impossible to tell where the FBI ends and where Twitter begins. We have Mr. Baker here, a former FBI agent, and there seems to be a revolving door between the FBI and Twitter itself. Um, even Mr. Baker said that there was no collusion with the federal government and Twitter, but Mr. Baker, that's you. You are the collusion between the federal government and the FBI. And now with it, this is such a problem because we're seeing censorship all over. Mr. Roth, Ms. Gaddy, did either of you approve the shadow banning of my account at Lauren Boebert? Yes or no? No, I did not. Not to the best of my recollection. Well, let me refresh your memory because on March 12, 2021, and Mr. Roth, I know you looked at it because Fascist Twitter 1.0 had a public interest exceptions policy, which means for members of Congress to be shadow banned, it had to go before you, Mr. Roth. So I'll ask again, did you shadow ban my account? Yes or no? Again, not to the best of my recollection. So the answer is, Mr. Roth, yes, you did. I found out last night from Twitter staff that you suppressed my account for this tweet. It's a freaking joke about Hillary Clinton being angry that she couldn't rig her election. It's a joke. But in response, being the sinister overlords that you all are, you placed a 90-day account filter so I could not be found. 
And now we see here that Twitter staff said the visibility filter on my account excluded me from top searches, prevented notifications for non-followers, and much more. This is considered an aggressive visibility filter. You silenced members of Congress from communicating with their constituents. You, you silenced me from communicating with the American people over a freaking joke. Now, who the hell do you think that you are? Election interference? Yeah, I would say that that was taking place because of you four sitting here. The Hunter Biden laptop story was suppressed. A sitting member of Congress was suppressed. A, a sitting president was banned from Twitter. You know, I bet that Putin is sitting in the Kremlin wishing he had as much election intervention interference as you four here today. We've heard about threats to democracy. Well, what about shutting down a duly elected member of Congress? This is fundamental to our nation's governance, and you all attacked that very foundation. 230 protections? Well, those are for publishers, not for editors. And it's clear you were not acting as publishers, you were acting as editors. And Mr. Chairman, I think it's far past time that we remove 230 protections for, for big tech platforms who are abusing this protection. And let me just say, I'm not angry for myself. I'm not angry because I was silenced. I can reach out to Elon and to his staff and I can see what's happened. And I can sit here today and hold you all in account. I am angry for the millions of Americans who were silenced because of your decisions, because of your actions, because of your collusion with the federal government. They can't reach out to Elon. They can't sit here today and hold you into account. We don't know where the FBI ends and Twitter begins. But I do want to thank Mr. Elon Musk over for firing seconds, you four and saving free speech and even Twitter. Mr. Chairman, I yield. Okay, you don't you, Chairman, you don't have to uh, like Mr. her, you don't uh, have to respect Tabe. her, but I'm telling you what everything she said in that 5 minute blasting roasting is 100% true. Yeah. It's what was happening in Twitter and if that doesn't blow your mind, I don't know what will. We'll let that marinate, so to speak. No, you don't have to. And I mean, then we got Representative Donald's coming up in just a bit, too. His is only about a minute, but it shows you what's happening on Capitol Hill because you're just not going to see it a lot of places. Don't you, don't you, under, so everybody on our text line right here, everybody that's on our Facebook, they know, they, they've put the pieces together already. They understand Twitter was being used by the FBI to shadow ban people that didn't agree, and including us. And the Biden administration. Biden administration was doing the same thing. They all had phone lines, private phone lines, to each other's office. It's like, hey, I got this this little show out of St. Louis, Missouri, and I don't know. They're kind of conservative. Any way you can tone down who they who gets to see them, we're on it. There's multiple emails. It's happened to us already, not by Twitter, but by others. Not by others. Twitter. We don't use Twitter a lot, apparently, but maybe we do. I don't even know. But the, the but the thing about it is is it's over. You guys know about this. A lot of the United States, the people of the United States, they don't. They didn't believe this. And this is the first time they're actually having a chance to see her say this to these executives. Anything they say outside of the bounds of, yes, you were shadow bound, is now a breach of the oath that they took. They could be on the hook liable. They could be on the hook criminally for anything they say that doesn't agree with 
yeah, we had the FBI in here. Yes, they were telling us who to shadow ban. Yes, they were telling us who to kick off of uh, Twitter. Twitter is the biggest soapbox in the United States. It's how we communicate with each other. Take the president off, would you? Excuse me? Yes, we would like you to take Trump down. Now, go, do it. Bam, so they did. It is, it's overwhelming. It's appalling. And I don't understand, and maybe you can help me here. How do the Democrats on the same board look at these Twitter numbnuts and even go, why, why doesn't a Democrat go, yeah, that was uncool? I asked a Democrat about this, somebody who I know, and they don't care. This person didn't care. Oh, who cares? Whatever. It's not that big of a deal. Um, you know, it, it's well, that just, just shows of, how stupid they are. Well, I don't even think it's stupid. I think it's, oh, good. Somebody who doesn't agree with me is getting shut down. I think they're right. Correct. You're wrong. Your point is wrong. So if you get shut down, I've got no problem with that. Right. But if you come to yeah. shut me down, then I'm going to have a problem with it. Then it's time to turn it. the tables for a second. And that's the hypocrisy of the whole situation. Then it's time to somehow turn the tables Well, that's for a not second. even it. I mean, Scotty's going to load up uh, Representative Donald's, which, I mean, this, this is only 50 seconds. But if this doesn't show you even more about what's happening... I don't know what will, because this just wasn't Twitter. This was the FBI. This was the Biden administration. And Byron Donalds explains it more. Scotty will get that. Just load us. Just, oh, you ready? Here, check out Byron Donalds. Do you know how many tweets were actually flagged and taken down at the behest of the Biden team? I wouldn't agree with the characterization of it as being at the behest of them. These tweets were reported, and Twitter independently evaluated them under its but the, rules. But the, but the email is very clear. More to review from Biden team. The response three hours later at the bottom, hold this up real quick so we can see. The request at the bottom, it says, handled these. Handled. What does handled these mean? He's brilliant. My understanding is that these tweets contained non-consensual nude photos of Hunter Biden, and they were (laughs) removed by the company under- Hold on, real quick, Mr. Roth. How could you know so much about the content of these tweets? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, these are just web addresses. I don't know what's in these tweets. You have these things committed to memory that you know the content, but you Woo! don't know who you, talk to, who you talk to at the Biden team? Do you know how many tweets were See, actually See, this is a massive story. The of the Biden team? A massive, massive, massive story. And if national media isn't covering it, it doesn't mean that it's not important. As a matter of fact, it would be the opposite. Yeah. That's why we take the time to show you what's happening on Capitol Hill right here. Get that information. You share it. You spread it. You let people know what's going on. That's all you can do. These are facts. These aren't opinions. These are facts. And, I mean, we don't have enough time to show you everything. I mean, you've also got Representative Jim Jordan. He crushed the four former execs. And now they're even being told, expect charges for what you and, quote, Twitter did. Yeah, I would love to see that. The one that we didn't show is AOC. Did you see AOC? I heard about AOC. (laughs) She called Hunter Biden's laptop a a half-fake story. Yeah. Exactly. How do you have a half fake story on a laptop? Because so she you can't planted admit. the other half of it. Well, I mean, here, what? Well, here's the problems Democrats have. Moron. And I would love to talk to Democrats because they're me too. Be, here's the problem that you have if you're a Democrat and you support this. You've just been proven wrong. You've just been proven that if you support this, that you don't believe in free speech. You've just proven yeah. that you want to cover up what is illegal activity. Also, what is broken down by Jim Jordan as well is the fact that Twitter, guess what? The whole First Amendment and free speech. Yes. The guy even said, 
well, it didn't violate our policy. Twitter's own, the guy even said, but then somebody above me said, yeah, well, we don't like it now. The FBI playing Twitter. I mean, if that doesn't go to show you what the hell's going on, I don't know. If you're AOC, you not directly, but kind of indirectly said, everything on Hunter Biden's laptop is fine. You are literally, every single member on that committee should have been like, yeah, I don't subscribe to this. If that if that laptop is true, if you suppressed any of this stuff, we're, we're out. But you have the Democrats defending. This is the most insane thing to me. You're literally on the record defending Hunter Biden's laptop. Yeah, he's a drug addict. He's coked up. He's strung out. He's he's sad. He's sorry. Blah blah blah. But what about the what about the emails about him selling out um, favor to Ukraine and to China and to Russia? And what about all the other stuff on there that is a direct tie to you and your pop and your uncle? How about that stuff? How about when we start to get these business partners in these committees and they talk about? Hunter Biden was literally, and we have proof through the laptop, was literally selling out the United States of America to foreign adversaries. What happens then with this AOC? Is, this what is does why she say story, at that point? This is why this story is big, because this all gets back to Twitter being pressured by the Biden administration. Yes. By the FBI, not just their own dealings, Drew and Democrats, being pressured. Links to it. Why is the Biden administration trying to stop a story that links Hunter Biden to several entities that the big man doesn't want to be linked to? See, you can't get caught up in the minutia of media. A connects to B, B connects to C, and so forth. It's really easy to see when you shut out all the nonsense. This isn't just a, quote, private company situation. This is a situation that involves the Biden administration and the FBI stopping information on Hunter Biden, who was linked to his dad, to very nefarious groups and activities, not only in America, but all across the world. That's why this is big enough to be heard on Capitol Hill. That's why you see all the videos suggesting otherwise. That's why you see four former Twitter employees possibly facing charges for their activity and their boss's activity. This is a massive story, and it has nothing to do about what a, quote, private company did. Now, Democrats will look at it and go, oh, just look at the private company aspect. They don't want you to dig deeper. But the problem with most stories in America Day is you can't just go an inch deep and a mile wide. You have to do your homework. You have to dive into the stories, and you have to look for more information because national media, local media, will not tell you the whole story. I will say this on the record. I wish that this, what I feel in my soul, it wasn't true. I wish that Biden, Joe Sr., had no idea what his, his dumbass son was doing. I swear to God. But when I, see, when, I see a, when I see a balloon from China floating across the sky, and you didn't take a, a F-35 up there and blow it out of the damn sky over the Aleutians, it makes me wonder... Is he is he compromised to the point where he's going to let a, a a spy balloon just go hover over Scott Air Force Base or go hover over our our sensitive nuclear missile silos? Certainly, are possible. you that are you that compromised? Is the stuff in the damn laptop 
that compromising that China has the real dirt on this clown. I really, in my soul, I'm not playing with you, Vic. I hope that I'm completely off base. I do, but it seems like... Yeah, the evidence is pointing the other way, It seems like we're sending over but, billions of dollars of hardware to uh, to Ukraine in which his son was had business dealings with Baris. You literally have to be almost a rocket science to put all this stuff together. Well, and a Democrat on the chat line says, and guess what? Not a damn thing is going to happen. And not a damn and thing And that's what I happen. said Democrats wow. feel. It's like, hey, we're, we're winning. Our point's up there. We got the people in high positions that can stop this. Robert says, um, Vic, Twitter is a private company. It really is a private company. It's called the United States of America. <laughs> I wonder if yeah, him and exactly. His, That's a great point. I wonder if him and his and wife. And the FBI and the Biden administration are controlling it to try to stop the narrative so that information yeah. about illegal activity does not get out. Because even the, even the staunchest Democrat knows when they look themselves in the face in a mirror and actually break it down if they did, they know illegal activities going on. They know Joe Biden knew Hunter Biden's business associates. They know Joe Biden lied. They know Joe Biden might be lost and not know what room he's in from time to time, but they know he had activity going on. That's why this was all covered up. And it shows you what kind of integrity is in the White House and what you're dealing with right now. Yeah, and it makes you feel like, how is the deep state, quote unquote, affiliated with all this stuff too? But I always wonder, when Jill and Joe are in the presidential suite in the white house watching the golden girls before they go to sleep does do she's you not, she's not in the same room with him <laughs> she's she, in the lincoln bedroom. she's with she's with uh em second gen, she's with the second gen her and emhoff <laughs> her and emhoff are hanging out didn't you see that big kiss we showed yesterday they're in there smooching her and kamala are together oh and God. i don't know what the hell kamala is doing but Fixing her mask. Jill Biden and Emhoff have fixing, something what did you just say? going on. Did you Fix, say Doug fixing her mask? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so cool. Those those um, those memes were all over yesterday, her neck memes. I know. I had to apologize to my wife because I was like, <laughs> I thought she was crazy. I mean, <laughs> as I say, you can't make this stuff up. And by the way, Ron says the Golden Girls are great. I didn't say they weren't. Yeah, exactly. I no, didn't. That, I wasn't trying to no, disparage this, the girl no, they, girls. They, I don't know what that, how that <laughs> came across, but no, they love it. Um, and, and it's a story we're gonna. Well, we'll see where it all goes. But once again, oh, Robert says we should look for a Simpsons episode to see if something mm. was preordained, so to speak, by this wonderful world that we live in. I just wonder if if Joe goes, what have I done? Because think about it for a second, Vic. You're the vice president of the United States, right? He might, that his, Seriously, think he, about it. It may come in and out for him. Think about this for a second. He's the vice president of the United States. He figures Obama's on his way out. This is 2017, somewhere in there. Who knows? Whatever. He's on his way out. He's like, I need to make some cash for the rest of my life. I need an insurance policy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you come over to China on Air Force Two. Now, when I'm doing biz- when daddy's doing business... I want you to go over here and have a talk with this guy. We saw the pictures. He came off of Air Force Two, didn't he? That's for official business. That's not for his son to go hijack the United States. But he did that, and we're all like, okay, what was that about? Well, we're starting to figure it out. Now, we don't know what the pieces really are, Vic. How deep does it go into the deep state? And my theory is this. If it gets too close to Biden, I do think the deep state is going to pounce on him to make it look like 
they had nothing to do with this. I can't figure out what's going on, but he would be an easy fall guy because he Oh, does, yeah, because nobody does, wants him. Well, because he doesn't know what he's doing, and even Democrats know that he doesn't know what he's doing, and I think even most Democrats, if you got them by themselves and you asked if he should run again, they say no. All the polling shows it, and if you asked about his mental stability, they would tell you the exact same thing. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know how to talk. I mean, I mean, he flat out lied, flat out lied, and honest truth checkers, not the ones from Google, not the ones that we know a certain person who owns a certain, uh, let's just say, playbook, uh, puts in, <laughs> it puts into check all the lies. That's why he was the first president who was ever yelled at for being a liar yeah. during a State of the Union speech. And that has nothing to do with the Republicans. It has to do with when you're being lied about, you're going to call that that person as a liar and not let that come through. Do you think in the White House, in the Oval Office, they have these discussions? These, <laughs> Mr. President, we have to close the door and have these frank discussions. I'm serious. Do you no, think that? The, no. Do you think that there is a level? You've already said he has the handlers. I know, but do you think that there's a level of people that come into the Oval Office and say? We have got to manage this, so we have to have meetings about this behind closed doors. Seriously, do you think that, that Joe has gone, yes, I, I, there's a Hunter screwed me up so bad, and blah, 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 do you, that they're trying to manage this on a day in a day yeah, yeah, somebody is. You think so? Yeah, as bad Ron as Klein, maybe Well, as was. bad as his White House press secretary is also the worst White House press secretary we've ever had, but she also has the toughest job that I think any White House press secretary has yeah. ever had. Keeping the Biden straight and all of the corruption and all of the dirtiness, the scummy situations, the nasty stories, the lies, the lack of integrity, and you're getting asked on a daily basis, and I guarantee they're probably not giving her truth. And she's out there taking the heat, taking the, the body blows. She doesn't know what she's doing. She doesn't yeah. know how to answer. If you watch some of her press conferences, they're terrible. She doesn't have answers. She says the same thing over and over again. And now she's actually got some uh, liberal-leaning national media outlets and their reporters asking her the same questions as Peter Ducey, and she doesn't know how to answer them. Yeah, and there's no out because Kamala with uh, Gail <laughs> the other day on CBS. What, what's Dick Gail's um, Who knows? Oprah's friend? Uh, whatever. Gail King. Gail King. I don't know what the show is. But, but. She, uh, uh, she was on there, and I'm telling you what, they're not giving Kamala a pass either. They are like they want that. They want Kamala well, she stayed out, out well, just as much as they want Joe. She stayed out of the limelight for six months now. Yeah, Joe is. You can't have Kamala there, even if Joe is polling better than Trump or DeSantis. Check this out. You can't have Kamala there because Joe will be eighty-two going on eighty-six with a really good chance of passing away in the White House. And then you would have to say, well, look who we have behind him. We have Kamala. Mm -hmm. So Kamala cannot legitimately run with Joe again, even if she wanted to, because people would be like, I'm not voting for Joe because that sloth might be right behind him. You know what I mean? So they need to find another vice presidential candidate to run with Joe, maybe an Elizabeth Warren, maybe a Bernie Sanders. I mean, they got to bring the, the high heat, the big artillery out. But uh, I don't know. Two years is going to be it's going to be a slow death for this administration if they don't figure out how to get their arms around this thing quick. And you cannot have AOC as your number one defendant. Well, we also have another very interesting situation that's happened. Um, now we have another New Jersey councilman, Russell Heller, killed in a murder suicide. At PSE and G facility. This comes a week wow. after another That's New Jersey one. That's right. Republican 
African-American woman was shot, killed, murdered, no suspects. She was found dead in her car. Well, Russell Heller was found shot dead in his car after the slain, one week after the slain of Councilwoman Eunice Dwumfor. Authorities said that they had calls that a person had been shot at this facility in Franklin Township um, yesterday morning. So 51-year-old guy found shot outside of his car. Um, he was a senior distribution officer who'd been with the company for 11 years. Um, just very, very bizarre, interesting situation. Now, the, the suspect here, they do have a suspect. It was another man. Uh, he was found inside a car, dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound as well. Yeah. It's an evil time we live in, man. It's just an evil time. It's nothing. There's nothing good about what's happening in 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 this time and period in this hit uh, of the United States. It's no. just nothing. And then we it's have nothing. another. And then you know this show's canceled. This we talk about stories. Michael Irvin, NFL Hall of Fame wide receiver, um, who had been a wild, crazy party boy at one point, who allegedly turned his life around, uh, has been pulled off of the NFL Network Super Bowl coverage. I saw that. Because, what happened? I don't know. He said that he met a woman in a hotel, shook her hand, talked to her for 45 seconds, and then she went with a report to NFL Network and said that he was um, not nice or inappropriate. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And well, he has been known to be a partier. He he's was at one point in he, time. He's a locker room kind of guy. Let's just put it that way. So if you are sensitive to Michael Irvin. But we don't know. It was a 45 in a hotel yeah, lobby. Yeah. So we don't know what happened. I mean, he could have gotten mad at her. He could have yelled at her. There would have been witnesses. It's no reason to pull a guy off of the Super Bowl coverage, I guess. Well, what she did is she just put a uh, she put a complaint forward. Okay. So well, the the Me Too movement caught up to Michael Irvin, I guess, because something happened where she wasn't too she, happy about it. Well, this happened down in Glendale, in Arizona, or allegedly. Mm -hmm. So they pulled him off. He says he's he's confused. He has absolutely no idea yeah. what even happened. He's like, I don't even remember. I said, I guess I came in. They asked, "What did you do last night?" I said, "I went straight to my room." Irvin, Irvin told the station. Yeah. Um. He met somebody in the lobby, talked to him for about 45 seconds to a minute, and he said, then I went to my room. That was yeah. it. Yeah. And he says that he didn't do anything wrong, but he said now some woman is saying that uh, he was inappropriate. Multi-billion dollar broadcast about to happen three or four days later. That's the last thing you need is to be answering questions about Michael Irving. He says, I don't even quote, even recall the conversation yeah. to tell you the truth. It was so quick. Yeah. Well, it, it's a shame to be Michael because uh, he's a very outspoken. He's bombastic. Um, he's the he kind said of nothing happened physical. He, 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 so you know, what, what do you want? It's his, it's it's uh, he said she said kind of stuff. Yeah, they shook hands. They shook hands and he went on his way. Yeah. That's bizarre. Forty five seconds conversation. Nothing physical. Not quick conversation. He's in his room. Yeah. Maybe she maybe she and didn't like him for some reason. And she makes a report. Yeah. And then he's pulled off the NFL network. It's easy it's easy enough just to pull someone than it is to explain for a week why he's he hasn't been pulled. You know mm. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's like it's not worth it for the Super Bowl. No matter what. It isn't. Do you really want to be answering questions for a week to everybody saying, Hey, why isn't why is Michael Irving still? No, that's on there? why the NFL network did it. Yeah. I mean, that stuff happens. Um yeah, I you know, it happens. I, I get it. I, I'm more upset that my tax dollars are paying for Super Bowl security when <laughs> when Stan Kroenke and other billionaire owners 
are making tons of money off the season, the game, the revenue sharing. Yeah. And oh yeah, by the way, um, they aren't paying for their own security for the Super Bowl. Have you figured out what you're Our doing for the dollars. Super Bowl yet? Are you doing no, anything? No plans. I Nothing? have zero plans. Is it to me the Super Bowl is bigger than most major holidays? It's bigger than Memorial Day. It's bigger than Labor Day. I agree. It's bigger than Easter. No, it it's way bigger than Thanksgiving to me. <laughs> it's bigger than, all, big, than um, all of them. And and by the way, we just want to remind everybody, we've had a big week of guests from the governor to the attorney general. Um, tomorrow, we have another massive, massive day. Of course, Al James today. Tomorrow, we've got George Norrie for our Free For All Paranormal Friday. We'll get to George at about 8, 10 tomorrow. Yes. So you will not want to miss George Norrie coming in. You asked for it. We're bringing it to you, George Norrie, tomorrow at around 8, 10 Central. And, of course, if you can't join us live, we are a live show, but we're also a podcast. All of our original content is saved, and it's at canceltheshow.com, canceltheshow.com. Uh, please share the show. Remember to share the show, like, subscribe, let people know about what we're doing. We may be new, but we're coming out of the gate strong. Let people know. We'll do that. We'll do what we can with that interview. Also coming up tomorrow in the 9 o'clock hour, Ty Dennis from Clippers and Cops. He'll be joining us live in studio to talk about a St. Louis event. Ty wants to do whatever he possibly can throughout the St. Louis area. Realized we didn't have enough going on in the St. Louis area. He'd been traveling the country, speaking to colleges, trying to get groups together. He's got a big event coming up in St. Louis that he's going to tell us about. Also, just like to shoot you know, shoot whatever's going on with uh, with Ty tomorrow, too, about our community. Hell, we should get his opinion on paranormal. That no, the, I was going to say, yeah, please, Facebook, because I watch Facebook. Guys, right now, te text in what you want to know about. what Because there's so much in paranormal with, like, coast to coast. Oh, and let us know now. I need to know. We because need to know I now. Can, I mean, let I, us, we, we have our questions now. We have a finite amount of time. And I don't want to just bloviate on stupid... Uh, yeah, Sasquatch, if you guys don't want to hear about Sasquatch. There's so much stuff to talk about with George Norrie. You, I, I want to talk to him about how do you do space 20? situations. Space? I want to know about Antarctica. I kind of do, too, because you guys have piqued my interest on the whole Antarctica or, thing, which I think is bullcrap, but whatever. <laughs> but whatever. I don't think chupacabras are bullcrap. And by I, the way, if you can't get up early enough, don't worry. We're a podcast. All of our original content is there. You can go back and check out all the shows that yeah. we have done. That's what we try to do when we put these topics together. Things are happening now, but also thinking about evergreen topics and topics that make sense, which is why advertisers are now jumping on because it's literally perpetual advertising. Your ads will be there. They continue to run. We're still getting shows. Heck, we got a couple of shows, uh, one over 20,000 views, one over 17,000 views just in the last month. So mm -hmm. um, that's what we have going on. I just can't wait. George Norrie would be 100,000. Watch. That People would, love that stuff. That would be nice. I'm going to ask him directly, do you believe any of this crap? <laughs> do you believe any? What is there anything in here you actually, the ghosts, tell me about, do you believe in ghosts? No, not really. Do you believe in UFOs? Nah, they're drones. Um, Sasquatch, they're bears. I mean, I would love for him to say that. Wouldn't you love for him to say, I've been researching this stuff for years. Antarctica, it's just a really big piece of ice. No, he's not going to say that. You don't think so? And, and I've gotten to know George over the past year and a half to two years. First of all, just a very humble guy, very kind guy. Uh, he's, he's quiet, believe it or not. He's yeah. very quiet. So is Art Bell. So and, is Art Bell. And something people, and for the St. Louis area, I mean, people remember Karen Foss, uh, arguably the best 
one of the best female anchors St. Yes. Louis has yes. ever had from local news. Yes. Probably the best. Nobody even comes close to Karen Foss. Um, he hired Karen Foss. He was news director. Hmm. This is how your life can change and take you in a variety of ways. You just never know what's out there. He was news director for KSDK. I did not know that. Channel 5. What year? 80s? Well, it was a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, he hired Karen Foss. Do you guys remember Art Bell? Do you remember Art Bell? I do remember That would have been Art a while. Bell. How in the hell that was did some you... of my first AM listening. How do you? Late at night on okay. the radio. Well, he was a ham radio guy. He the, the radio thing was cool in syndication. How do you receive a phone call from Art Bell saying, "Hey George, <laughs> what do you know? What do you know about the paranormal? How do you get that call? I don't know. You know what I mean? And say, yeah, I, I think I could do this. I get because he used to. You feel, should get that call. Me? Yeah, I would be too skeptical. I would be way too skeptical. I go anti gravity's not bad. Anti gravity machines. Truth needs time to be travel. tested. Time travel. Come on. Fairies? There's no such thing as a damn <laughs> fairy. What is yard fairies? <laughs> I now I do watch. I don't know if you do this or not, but late at night I will watch caught on camera paranormal caught on camera. You guys watch that? You guys on Facebook watch that paranormal? Oh, I'm sure somebody. Scotty Boom it. Boom, do you watch paranormal I, I caught on camera? I don't even know what it is. Of course I do. You know what I'm talking about? How? Okay. Now I don't know what to believe for with that stuff. It's basically people. That have little what home cameras or whatever it is, right? Paranormal CCV, activity, yeah. And basically, these cameras will pick up paranormal activity. Mm-hmm. But then I, the, but but then it be, then the show's over, and I'm going. I still don't believe in any of this stuff. But it's it is fascinating to see what what uh, these eyes in the sky do actually do pick up every now and then. Um. Yes. Have you? What if you walked out into your kitchen one morning and every single cabinet was open? And you're the only one that lives there. Dude, this happens to my brother at what? their house. What? So they just had a house built, right? And their dresser drawers keep opening. No. And they well, and they moved the dresser thinking maybe there was like a slant on the floor. There's a vibration. No. Yeah. They moved it and it still happens. It's it's a it, well, trust we've, me. We've also got uh, a guy coming onto the show tomorrow. He's going to video link with us. Uh, probably 9 o'clock hour, Scott, just to give you a heads up. Where... The last two houses he's lived in, massive spiritual activity. So they're following him. Well, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. Why would the dresser drawers just keep opening? I'm not buying. I'm it. telling you right now because they're over an HVAC duct. Yeah, and they're very. There's, no. They're oiled well. They no. slide out. Yeah, and they're sliding. are they on wheels? They're like Rothman. No. They they're, slide they're, out. They're like Carroll House. They like nice things. That's right. Carroll House and cancel this. A team now. Yeah, just random, and it never happens when they're in the room. <laughs> just saying when they I, go out of the room and go back in it'll happen but they, all right they sleep in there you know here's the deal seven to eight hours a day and they don't wake up and it's like that it happens in the middle of the day randomly we've got we've got spare cameras around here from from the last batch that we had <laughs> we're gonna take one camera over there and we're gonna put it on the damn dresser i'm not sure my brother's gonna be real hip on us putting a camera in his bedroom not so my problem can... <laughs> not my problem okay. he can he can take one for the team this is an eric issue <laughs> he, can, he can take one for the team all right we're gonna find we're gonna get to the bottom yeah of the we drawers. will we'll talk yeah. to george about that as well and before we get out of here today um we talked a lot about leah thomas remember the all-american swimmer was born a man, 
um, identified as a woman. NCAA accepted her. Lots of controversy regarding her success in the water where she went from like the 400th best male swimmer to like the best female swimmer when she started her, quote, transition to be a transgender person. Well, women's sports advocate Riley Gaines, um, former All-American swimmer, USA team member, is now calling on the NCAA to establish separate locker rooms for transgender athletes competing in female sports after she and her teammates were forced to undress in front of University of Pennsylvania swimmer Leah Thomas after a meet last year. Mm -hmm. So what happened? She said that Thomas exposed male genitalia in the women's locker room after a meet. Of course he did. I mean, this this you? stuff gets. I mean, gives a whole new meaning to the put word that meat. in the put that in the category of. I never thought I'd read that news story in my life. What you Riley think? Gaines thinks they need different locker rooms because Leah Thomas, transgender person, showed male genitalia in the women's locker room after a meet. Riley says, "Quote: We were not forewarned beforehand." that we would be sharing a locker room with Leah. We did not give our consent. They did not ask for our consent. But in that locker room, we turned around, and there's a six-foot-four biological man dropping his pants and watching us undress, and we were exposed yeah. to male genitalia. In the same shower. And why does that surprise anybody? You guys have already... Thomas had reportedly started the process of hormone replacement theory at the time, but had not undergone surgery. No, no, that's, not a, that's not important. The important thing is that it's a guy. They're girls. They're impressionable. And, and to be honest with you, shame on the parents. The parents aren't... The parents, the, these are college age... These are adults. So what? So what? The parents should be... Shame the, on the, the NCAA. Well, definitely shame on the NCAA, but shame on the people that are funding this. Shame on the boosters. Shame on the endowments. Shame on everybody that is saying, whoa, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So you want that guy to go shower with those girls, and it's okay. Are you? Is that what you're I, telling I, me? Yeah. Is that what you're telling me? And the girls are like, ah, no, 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 not so quick. And I'm sure there are some insanely liberal girls that are completely all right with it. I'm sure there are. But for the most part, again, it gets back kind of the evil of the society that we're developing. We're developing an evil society. It's very evil. It's dark. And, and I do agree, the, the light had better turn itself on quickly. And the light had better get into our society, into our subconscious, and start fighting back against some of this garbage. Because that is evil. I think that's evil. That, that a kid who's not, I mean, I don't care if you're in college. You're, you're not completely developed yet. There needs to be some normalcy. You need to be normal. You need to be able to go into a girl's locker room and be comfortable in your own skin and not have to run around because some guy that has his junk hanging out following you around. Well, the good thing is, is that you at least have somebody on the inside of these locker rooms explaining what happened last year. Now, I believe Leah Thomas has already had the surgery. I, I believe. Now, with that being said, at the time, um, Leah had not. That's an issue because Leah will not be the, quote, first. There will be more. So you have to, quote, protect the situations. I, I just can't feel as if anybody would think that that's fine. I, I don't know. You, you got a daughter, clearly, daughter in college, Clearly, right? Riley Gaines had an issue with it. Yeah, but my daughter's not an athlete. 
But if she, she's a former athlete, Kay. if she was in a, if, if, if there was, and a, she was a track star, so if, there's a tw- if she was, in oh a my, locker that's room, even worse. So if she was in a locker room, what six you, foot, I would have had a problem with it as a college. But what I would you have also, said? But if she's nineteen twenty, I would have helped her go to the right authorities, the right governing body, and they would say, "Sorry, help. that's just the policy." It's 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 possible. What would you have done? Anything that I could have. I mean, I always ask that question about myself, my situation. I always try to put myself in those situations to see what it was. That I, how mad am I about this? And for that, if my if I had a, um, a daughter that was incredibly attractive and they were in track and all of a sudden you're getting ready for your match or your meet or whatever they call it and some guy is sitting right there by you and you don't know what his intentions really are. Is he there for a scholarship and still attracted to girls? It's so weird I mean, what do you do? Do you say, you're done? You're not going in that locker room again? Or do you just like, oh, you know, how do you feel? I mean, how, what would you do? There's a way to There's a way to separate. There is a way to It's not that difficult. There's really? Pl- yeah, there's places you can go. You separate the person, you separate uh, the team. To me, it's systemic. You go after the whole well, ideology. Yeah, but that's a, bigger, that's a bigger fight that takes longer. There's, you have to think about the immediate. If this happens on a Monday... You got to think about what you're going to do on Tuesday. Coming up tonight to sure. on Channel Two News, and this became Vic a story. Faust and Elliot Davis go after this, <laughs> go after Mizzou. Uh, that would probably be Vic Faust. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, it, it's just bizarre, and it's coming up, and we're talking about it because Riley Gaines brought that up. I mean, that's a story you never thought that you would hear, and I'm just curious that pe- for people who support transgender athletes in situations like is that right i do i'm fine i'm fine with if women are fine if a six foot four if women are fine competing against a six foot four guy in track and field or in in what about changing with them when you're no absolutely that's what my absolutely not my point is that you put it you put a temporary room together there's not that many of them if you're a male and most women do not think it's fair to compete with a transgender person, I'm going to tell you that right that, now. I, you know, Those I can't. I can't speak to that. You, Every now and then, you may find one female and say, "Oh, it's all right," but the majority of no. female athletes get it. I'll tell you what—they're putting the work in, the time, the effort, their life. They know the unfair balance that exists. If that's true, we sure, certainly haven't heard their voices loud enough. We certainly well, we're st- haven't. I think we're starting to, but keep in mind, it's there's, gonna, also, there's gonna, also peer pressure against you because guess what, Eric? You can have several female athletes who might no pun intended, identify as a Democrat who get ripped and reamed by people because they bring public attention to the situation of going, wait a second, this isn't right. But then you'll have people who aren't competitors that don't understand the unfair advantage go, wait a second, you're being unfair. You don't love people. You're not a person of love. You're a person of hate. Those are the kind of things that happen. You gotta stop with the virtue signaling. You gotta. You There's gotta, a lot of virtual signaling you, you, that goes on, and that's why you don't hear it as much from females, and and most females and women that they, they want to be kind, yeah. happy, positive people. They're not in the business of going out and like, yeah, I want my voice to be heard. Yeah. But then you get forced into that situation, like a Riley Gaines who was well, exposed to male genitalia of Leah Thomas. I mean, maybe the maybe the if it's not putting a transgendered in another locker room, maybe it's putting strictly females in their own locker room. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, fine, this is the community locker room. Use it. If you're if you're transgendered, use it. If you're a male, use it. If you're a female, use it. It's just like a, a it's a multi-purpose locker room. But there should be safe spaces for. For females that definitely don't want guys in the same locker room, I I can't see one guy that would say that would have a problem with with girls being in the locker room. Isn't that weird to think about? 
Can you think about that for a second? Imagine if you are you are on the sit you're on uh, the the you're a you're that's a good point to think about. A, I don't know how I feel about if that. If you're a girl and you are the field goal kicker for the Battlehawks and a football team, there's not one guy in that locker room that has a problem with that that female kicker in that locker room. Maybe, maybe not. Think about that for a second. I, I know on the surface I agree with you, but <laughs> I'd have to break that down. Isn't that weird. Before. It's like, yeah, uh, Patricia, she's our field goal kicker. Her locker's over there. Yeah, they see. She sees everything. Whatever. I mean, seriously. Anyway, tomorrow will be fun. <laughs> also, uh, coming up at the start of next week, uh, the Ethical Society of Police with them in. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. So sorry. No, it's that's cool. all right. Preparing it. Are we ending the show with that today? We are. We've been asked several times. Yes. So. But it wasn't supposed to come up. It was supposed to be a surprise. No, that's John not. seems to disagree with me for some reason. I disagree with you on yeah, what? I'm sure that's about having uh, girls in guys' locker rooms. I'm sure he's right. I, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying. It seems like if you turn the tables on that whole discussion, guys would be like, I don't care. Maybe whatever. Maybe not. <laughs> hey, promote the show as always. Just like Lizzie asked everybody to do online. Promote, subscribe, like the show. We'll kick off to Friday's show, 810 Central. If you can't join us live, you can uh, catch that interview later. I say 810. We start the show at 8, 8 to 10 Central, but around 810, we'll jump into George Norrie. Guys, have an incredible day for Scotty Gurkin, Eric Johnson, Tab of the Hassle, who had to leave a bit early. Everybody back tomorrow. Thanks for watching, streaming, promoting, and being a part of the Cancel This team. Have a great day.